This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. It's Tuesday, July 28th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. An Amber Alert has been issued for a missing two-year-old boy in Delaware on Monday night. Georgetown Police Department is searching for two-year-old Cristobal Lopez. Police say Cristobal was last seen on Saturday night in the unit block of South Front Street in Georgetown while in the custody of his cousin. On Sunday at approximately 5 a.m., the cousin told police that Cristobal was taken by his mother, 26-year-old Angelina Lopez of Seaford. Police say Angelina made arrangements to stay at her cousin's house for the evening to visit with the child. According to investigators, Angelina has an active court order indicating that Cristobal is to remain in the custody of his cousin and she is to have no unlawful contact or unsupervised visits with her son. Cristobal is described as a Hispanic boy with brown hair and brown eyes. He was last seen wearing blue shoes and a yellow t-shirt. Angelina is described as a white Hispanic woman, five foot tall, 150 pounds with brown hair and brown eyes. She was last seen wearing a long sleeve black shirt and blue pants. Police say Angelina took a black and light blue car seat from the cousin's residence. Anyone with information uh, or if they, you see them, to contact 911 or you can call the Georgetown Police Department. Mm-hmm. Officials in Delaware and across the country are warning residents about unsolicited packages of seeds possibly being shipped from China. Agriculture officials in multiple states issued warnings Monday about the seeds and advised people not to plant them. The Delaware Department of Agriculture says that the they received several reports over the weekend. Residents in Pennsylvania told 6ABC that they received the seeds as well. The packages apparently contain some sort of seed packet, either alone or with jewelry or some sort of inexpensive item. Didn't you report, Preston, was there something where somebody, uh, was it a bizarre file story where they were leaving off something at people's homes? Was it seeds like this? Mm, I don't remember that. Okay, no, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not seeds. <clears throat> I saw Kath- some random thing that people were getting dropped off at their homes. I know that they uh, they can't figure out the seeds, but it uh, they were saying this has to do with some kind of a um, of a retail scam. Yeah. Of some yeah, type. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the packages come with little to no information about the seller. Authorities believe these packages are part of a scam. It is believed that these shipments are part of a brushing scam where shippers send low cost items at their own expense in order to rank higher on e-commerce sites. Brushing helps the seller create a more legitimate appearance to their profile. The Delaware Department of Agric- <laughs> Agriculture said. <laughs> so I, it, I can't say that. <laughs> Agriculture. So it makes it look as if they have a larger customer base. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they. Does the Department of Agriculture know what kind of seeds these things are? No, magical. That, I haven't seen anything about it. No, they're magical. The that's what they say. Oh, yeah. If you plant okay. them, you'll go up. And there's a giant, apparently, who lives in the clouds. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, no, I think that's part of the problem. They don't know what it is. Officials in Kentucky and North Carolina issued similar warnings on Monday. Anyone who has received a package with these seeds is asked to contact uh, the smuggling hotline, which is 1-800-877-3835. They say they're low-main seeds. Uh, so you plant those. And oh, and main, you grow yeah, you yeah, a low main garden. Main, yeah, low main garden is awesome. Wow. <laughs> so listen, if you get this package, you get the seeds, don't don't open it and don't No, don't whenever it's too late sure. to grow your low main before it's ready for harvest. <laughs> I, I, we, we, we might be out of season, but wouldn't you just reflexively press it if you got seeds in the mail? Wouldn't you uh, eat them, I think? <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, from from sure. a source that you didn't know. Why not? Right? I mean, it's, I, if Take I don't know bite. what it is, I tend to eat it and then decide what it is. That's terrible. Yeah. 
Police in New Jersey say a large party with more than 700 people was broken up over the weekend with partygoers ignoring social distancing and mask regulations. <laughs> Officers with the Jackson Police Department responded to a residence located on Mill Pond Road in the Whispering Hill neighborhood at about 8.30 Sunday evening on a report of a suspicious incident. Upon arrival, officers spoke with numerous residents of the neighborhood who claimed that a residence on the street had been uh, rented out to a group who was having a very large party and that was causing a disturbance and appeared to be in violation of Governor Phil Murphy's executive order regarding the number of attendees. Dude, 700. That's a (laughs) rager. That's hardcore. Uh If that is a party at a house, yeah, 700? So they rented it out specifically for that. Like some of these Airbnbs oh, do that. And right. so like the homeowners are aware that this is happening. And in this case, the homeowner was aware. Well, he was charged as well. Aren't the rules for right now no more than 600 to 700 <laughs> yeah, people yeah, yeah, at yeah. your house? Yeah, they're, they're crossing the line. Here. Yeah. Man, you know what? We're, we were just, just for the hell of it, I'm looking at some rental places just to maybe go somewhere for a day or two just to get out sure. of the house. Yeah. And I'm looking at some locations in the Poconos and... I'm like, wow, this, the picture popped up. I'm like, this is, check this out. It was a, a full-on mansion for $3,000 a night. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, that you could hold a 700-person rager at. Yeah. And I, I was, like, blown away by this thing. But Not in I, the neighborhood. I, yeah, not in Whispering Hills. <laughs> I mean, did you really think you were going to be able to get away with this? 700 people. Officers wow. monitored the area and observed a large crowd at the residence, and the homeowner was contacted and advised officers that he rented out the residence on Airbnb <laughs> uh, for hosting a large party. The homeowner then left the area as an estimated 200 additional people arrived wow. at the residence. The only people who were properly distanced were the people playing beer pong. So <laughs> so the uh, the homeowner left once they saw how many people were coming. They're like, this is getting out of control. I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah, he was charged as well. The yeah. crowd at the residence grew to an estimated in excess of 700 people police with well over 100 vehicles parked in the area as the department began receiving 911 calls from other homeowners in the area. Officers then began to clear the crowd and the Ocean County Prosecutor's Office was contacted and authorized charges against the 40-year-old homeowner and the party organizers who were in their 20s. Governor Murphy responded by saying, we're not saying you can't gather, but it is literally irresponsible. You're playing with fire if you gather indoors without face coverings, without social distance in close proximity. Officers from Freehold, uh, Holwell, Lake Wood and the Ocean County Prosecutor's Office, Ocean County Sheriff's Department, and the New Jersey State Police all had to respond in order to help assist and clear the large God, crowd. That's unbelievable. I wonder, I have to wonder, if if I was in my 20s, if I would have done something that stupid. <laughs> yeah. I might have. I don't know. You yeah. know? Not that I would have gone, but with 700 people there, I kind of wish I was invited. You know, right, like, at I least. Like a little left How out. did I not what was, that, what was that movie? It was, it was, a, uh, it was based on an actual incident oh, where yeah. it, it, it was one of the first parties to go viral, where right. people started to go, yeah. oh, have you heard about this? Yeah. And I think the, the final toll was something on the order of... Five, six thousand people. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, I remember that. And it was Project X. That's uh, it. Yeah, okay. it got way out of hand. Way out of hand. That's yeah. too many people for me. I just, I would have never, you know, especially like if it were a high school thing, I would have been like, nah, this is way too many people. Don't you? But, but oh, even, dude, not me. I, I'm just I waiting for something bad to happen. I would. It would have been total FOMO for me back then. Now I, I love missing out. But back <laughs> then, I would have hated it. You know me. Yeah. You know I don't. I don't drink. I, I would have gone. I would have. <laughs> I would have wanted to see, see what it was about. Yeah, but I'm wondering with you know the restrictions with with the pandemic if I would have been stupid enough to to go along. Keep it at 500. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, so they actually had to close down the roads in the area in order to direct traffic out. It took approximately until 1 a.m. for the officers to clear the residents of the party attendees and all of the vehicles from the neighborhood without further incidents. Wow. In sports this morning. <laughs> Two Major League Baseball games last night were postponed because of an outbreak of the coronavirus among the Miami Marlins. The Marlins, <laughs> the Marlins home, on, home opener against the Baltimore Orioles was canceled as well as the Phillies home game against the Yankees. The Marlins just completed a series in Philadelphia and seven more players and two coaches with the Marlins tested positive for the coronavirus. An outbreak has spread throughout their clubhouse and brought the total number of cases to at least 13. The Marlins are quarantined in the Philadelphia Hotel and are awaiting COVID test results. Before the Yankees, before the Phillies-Yankees game was postponed, the Yankees were informed that the visitors' clubhouse had been completely disinfected several times. On Sunday, four Marlins players tested positive for the coronavirus, including today's starter Jose Urena, leading the team to delay its uh, post-game trip home because of concerns about a possible outbreak. It's uncertain whether the Phillies game will be played tonight or canceled. Over the weekend, the Flyers left for the Eastern Conference hub city, Toronto, as the club gets ready to play for the 2020 Stanley Cup for the first time in 140 days. The Flyers will be back in game action this week leading up to the NHL's 24-team tournament. The players face the Penguins this afternoon in an exhibition game at 4 o'clock before they'll begin the round-robin play on Sunday against the Bruins. The Flyers will have the max of 31 players in Toronto and Oscar Lindblom is one of the club's 17 forwards just about seven and a half months after he was diagnosed with Ewing sarcoma. And the Eagles paid tribute to the late Kobe Bryant with a memorial wall at their practice facility. The mural has three images of Bryant, one from his playing days at nearby Lower Marion High School, one as a member of the Los Angeles Lakers, and one in the Eagles uniform. In the middle are Kobe's 10 rules. Get better every single day. Prove them wrong. Work on your weakness. Execute what you practice. Learn from greatness. Learn from wins and losses. Practice mindfulness. Be ambitious. Believe in your team. And learn storytelling. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thank you so much, Kathy. Good morning. And uh, welcome. It's a Tuesday with the President and Steve show. And uh, to answer a couple of questions, no, we're not taking every single Monday off for the rest of our careers. <laughs> uh, but we do have a few weeks that we are taking Mondays off. It's because we skipped our vacation in the spring when this little pandemic thing hit. We decided we weren't going to go anywhere. And uh, now we have all these vacation days. So instead of taking two, three weeks in a row, we're kind of spreading it out. We're taking Mondays off for a few weeks. But that's about it. In the meantime, it's business as usual. We have a word of the week prize from Stateside Vodka. Yeah. Uh, Four handles of vodka and two bottles of the (laughs) Stateside limited release bourbon. Uh, Both items are available now for guaranteed 24-hour delivery to Philly and the PA suburbs. And uh, there's curbside pickup and all this stuff. And I'm digging the bourbon. They they got me some bottles. Yeah, it's tasty. So uh, I appreciate that. So we will be giving that away on Friday, and uh, just keep track of the letters. And keep, hey, it's easier. It's only four letters this time around, as opposed to five of us being off on Monday. We also have guest wise our friend Deuces Rogers from Six ABCs. As Kathy said in sports, there's a lot going on, man. You got what's up with the Marlins and the Phils, 
You have Sixers and Flyers officially starting this weekend. Training camp for the Eagles this week. So there's a lot. We're going to catch up with deuces on that. Preston is pronounced Duckus. Duckus. Oh. Yeah, I'll make sure I yeah. say that correctly Duckus. when we have him oh, on. Uh, so we have that, and I'm taking a look at uh, stuff we have to give away. We have a chance to win a few things. So uh, we're going to get into all of it in just a moment. Make sure you hang close, because when we return, we'll do the stupid question, give some stuff away, and then dive into the entertainment report. It's uh, the Preston and Steve Show. And you're welcome. Stay, please. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Steven Singer Jewelers is now offering financing online with interest-free options available for a limited time. Get pre-qualified in seconds. Learn more at IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, somebody wanted to thank us for giving away our Word of the Week prize this week. All that vodka it says it's perfect because I'm having a party of 700 people this week. Yeah, <laughs> man. So that'll They'll love I, it. I hope you win. Good luck to you, <laughs> sir or ma'am. All right, so we're going to do the stupid question. We're going to give away a digital download of Scoob. Scoob. Scooby-Doo movie. All right, so the question that I have for you. So we know that the Concorde was a supersonic commercial airliner. It's not the only supersonic airliner that uh, existed, commercial airliner. The other one was in the Soviet Union. Do you know what uh, aircraft that was? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. All right, call right now. Uh, the Concorde was not the only supersonic commercial airliner to have been in service. The other one was Soviet. It flew from 1977 to 78, one year only. What was the name of that flight? 215-263-WMMR. Going to go through some birthdays today. It is Tuesday, July 28th. Actress Elizabeth Berkeley from Saved by the Bell, of course, went on to do Showgirls, a few other things here and there. Uh, she is celebrating her 48th birthday today. Showgirls, one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies. Never, uh, never did see it. Because it's really sort of done in earnest, and it's... Horrible, yeah, but wonderful. Horrible, yeah. She's uh, she's uh, she's, she's a awesome, pur- pretty gal. Uh, <laughs> she's forty eight today. Uh, Jim Davis, uh, the Garfield creator. Were you a Garfield fan? Seventy five. Yeah, I was a casual Garfield fan. I, th- I thought it was fun. I enjoyed it. I couldn't get behind the movies now with Bill Murray doing the voice. Yeah, no. no. But we um we had the books. Like obviously, it's a comic strip. But my little brother was such a huge fan, and he would just crack up at some of the comics. And and. <laughs> In his defense, they yeah. were pretty damn sure. funny. They, I mean, yeah. he likes lasagna, Casey. He's a cat. I mean, a cat likes lasagna. Mm-hmm. He's 75 today. Uh, Lori Laughlin has uh, her birthday today. Always had a crush on Lori Laughlin. wonder if the heat is off enough on her for to actually relax and celebrate a little bit. She got hotter when she became a felon, don't you think? Uh, even sexier. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I've always thought she was beautiful. What uh, was the movie she was in where she was the uh, the, the, the the good... Uh, C. Thomas Howell was in it. Oh, My Secret Admirer. My Secret Admirer. We were talking about yes, that because Kelly right. Preston passed away. Yes, and yeah, she, yeah. Was, she was the hot one, uh, and the uh, Lori Laughlin was kind of the, the stunningly gorgeous friend, but they downplayed her looks a little right, bit. Right, she was just average in, yeah. in the world of Hollywood. Yeah, so uh, she celebrates her 56th birthday today. Sally Struthers from uh, All in the Family. My little girl. Gloria. Uh, she is 73 today. We had her in the studio. Yeah, she was nice. She was cool. Yep, so happy birthday to Sally Struthers. 
We always, my friends and I, I don't know why, we always just say her name like this. Callie Crothers. <laughs> it, for no reason. Why not? Other than, uh... It doesn't matter. I don't know why, yep. but Callie Crothers. <laughs> Some chili at the old Chicago chili parlor. It was our thing. So, Jacoby Shattuck. Cut my life into... Jacoby Shattuck. <laughs> uh, is from Papa Roach, and he has his birthday today. He seems to be, uh, like, better all around. I think less... Herpes sores, everything seems to be okay. Well, that's all we know of him because yeah. uh, we met him backstage <laughs> one time at the MMRBQ and he had herpes sores on his face. But I saw him recently and he looks pretty healthy. Good. Good. Uh, 44 today. Uh, actor Dustin Milligan, who is from uh, 90210 and also uh, S's Creek. We can never say yeah, the name because no. it's, uh, even though it's not literally poop, <laughs> uh, it's worded <laughs> as such, it's written as such. Uh, but he is 35 years old. Uh, we also have an old friend of ours, Stephen Lynch, the uh, uh, comedic singer, uh, turns 49 years old today. What's his story lately? I was just trying He's to think about He's got a new album, actually. Does he? Okay. Yeah. Because obviously nobody can tour, and, and a comedy tour, uh, like maybe he can follow in Kreischer's footsteps and do something like that, and you know, outdoors somewhere? Right. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Uh, within, I can't keep up with uh, what year it is and all that sort of stuff, but... Uh, I think it was this year he came out with a brand new album. Okay. And we're, I was trying to get him on. It just, you know, things didn't end up working out. And he actually was touring, but he came through Philadelphia, like, on a, on a weekend. What was the year we almost uh, detonated him, where we almost electrocuted him to death at the Camp Out for Hunger? Well, that was at the Plymouth, that was at the Metroplex. Right, yeah. right. And I don't yeah. remember what year it was, but, uh, yeah, I remember that. I re- and I remember asking him about... Uh, you know, being the the lead on Broadway for the wedding singer, right. he was just he didn't even want to talk about it. Like he hated it. He did give off that vibe, didn't yeah. he? That he was not a fan of doing that show. Yeah, okay, dude. All right, <laughs> okay. but uh, nonetheless, he's forty nine today. Happy birthday to Stephen Lynch. And the last birthday I mentioned is our one of our interns. We don't have interns anymore. No, <laughs> um, Ed, intern Ed, celebrates Ed. his birthday today. But Ed was one of our our last Preston Steve interns. Until oh, yeah. the pandemic hit, and we've been internless since then. So, happy birthday, Ed. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to this stupid question. The Concorde was not the only supersonic commercial airliner ever to have seen service. There's another, another one out of the Soviet Union. What was it? 215-263-WMMR. That is the question. I'm going to Alex for the answer. Yo, Alex, good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good, buddy. All right, what was the name of that Soviet aircraft, please? That was a Concordsky, the Tupolev 144. That is correct, yes. The Tupolev Tu-144, and it only saw commercial flights for one year. That is correct. Alex, hang on the line. We are going to get your information, and we are going to give you a digital download of Scoob. Scooby-Doo, Shaggy, and Mysteries Incorporated, and they face their toughest mystery yet and discover Scooby has a legacy and an epic destiny greater than anyone ever imagined. It's available now on Blu-ray and digital. Well, we've been leading with this. We're going to keep leading with this. Johnny Depp, the libel trial in London's high court against the Sun. Uh, apparently, the court heard that the 57-year-old was such a hopeless addict he may not have even recalled beating his then-wife, Amber Heard. Oh, jeez. Uh, lawyers also said that deep misogyny prompted the abuse. Uh, Depp is suing the son for dubbing him a wife beater, and uh, they are trying to prove that he was. Uh, so, um, 
Yeah, so n- now we're hearing the other side. So that's why you're going to hear this this type of thing. And they're not holding back. Uh, Depp's drug and alcohol-fueled lifestyle was the cause of his violent relationship with her, according to the son's lawyer, Sasha Wass. Wass said it demonstrates that Johnny was subject to irrational mood swings and abnormal behavior patterns, which would not have been present when Mr. Depp was clean and sober. Mr. Depp has a name for this Metamorphous, me, metamorphosed entity named the monster. Yeah. Uh, the other aspect, which is important in terms of substance abuse, is Mr. Depp's recollection of his own disgraceful conduct, which is so severely impaired by drug misuse that he may not have been aware of the extent of his violence and terrifying behavior. Uh, showing footage of him trashing property, Was said. Where someone is so impaired, it's only a small step to go from assaulting uh, inanimate objects to people. Any distinction between hitting an object and hitting a person are meaningless. He was so intoxicated, he would not have known what he was doing. So that's what they're asserting. Uh, Was added that the that post Me Too, Hurd's claims as a truthful and plausible witness should be enough on their own. Uh, she said that uh, the days are long past. When the courts in this country required corroboration before accepting the unsupported testimony of a female complainant. And while Depp has described himself as a southern gentleman who had respect for women, his texts prove that this was entirely untrue, Wass said. Uh, She said that Depp described women as sluts and fat, ugly whores. And in one, he would smack that ugly C word around Mm. after asking whether a worthless hooker had arrived. Wow. Uh, in another, he described his former partner, Vanessa Paradis, as a withering C-word. <laughs> so I don't, Do know. those wither? Uh, I don't know if they I wither. think if you water them properly, they don't. <laughs> yeah, so keep them moist. Yes. And they will not wither. Sometimes they run out of that moisture. Uh, Depp also created, quote, a misogynistic persona of herd as the stereotype of a nagging woman. In addition... He had reverted to more old-fashioned accusations oh. of gold digger, a shrew, and an adulterer. You shrew. <laughs> Wass said the colorful trial is drawing to a close with final statements that are due today. Yeah. So that's it. And today she apparently says he crapped the bed just as much as she did. Really? Right. That was the word. He got so blown out, so bombed, that it was often that he would crap the bed. She even pointed out on in her testimony. Come on. <laughs> that his handlers periodically had to wipe him. What are these? Come on, man. These I, people are. What? I, I to me right now, is it a draw? How do you how do you know. reconcile this? If you're the court in I'm this case, I'm just curious if that once you become a celebrity, that you poop yourself. Feel free to just well, just poop where you want. I think so. Just where you want to. Yeah, yeah. You want. absolutely. <laughs> wow. Okay. Game of Thrones stars Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas welcomed a baby girl Aww. on Wednesday. Uh, Turner welcomed Willa in a Los Angeles hospital. Uh, Jonas and Turner were recently spotted out shopping for three. Uh, while they never publicly acknowledged their impending parenthood, Turner did go to great lengths to disguise her growing baby bump. But they uh, they had a girl, and her name is Willa. What? It went in. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, that's how they had the baby. <laughs> no. Casey's. Oh. Just explain to our listening audience what happened in the background here. Okay. So the trivia question <laughs> that I, the stupid question right, yeah, yeah. is on a little card. Right. And I have a box back here in the corner. It's not even in the corner. It's a small box, by the way. And it's not a big I, box. I threw it from here to there, and it went in the box. Yeah, It was a good yeah. shot. And Casey couldn't. <laughs> 
contain himself. <laughs> it went in. It went in. <laughs> Very exciting. Remember, if you want to get an action shot, uh, yeah, yeah, this is yeah. what it did. I went, and it yeah. went in the box, but yeah. that one didn't. So, okay. It's anyway, if you don't look. So, Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas have a baby named Willem. It's a baby. It's a baby. It's so cute. It, let's see. Uh, obviously, we were off yesterday and over the weekend. It was terrible. We lost our friend Regis Philbin. Yeah. So sad. He was 88 years old. And Not every- sad, bro. Don't worry. <laughs> Are you okay? It's okay. Okay. I'm up here in heaven now looking down on you guys, and I want to send my love. Uh, but we, we got the news on Friday, and we were all texting each other over the weekend about Regis. And I just get a text. Oh, I'm sorry, Rach, you're not on the chain. Son of a bitch. Uh, but Kathy Lee Gifford uh, appeared on the Today Show yesterday to recall her last visit with her former co-host. Uh, just weeks before Regis died at uh, at 88, she had said they came over They came over about two weeks ago. Uh, and I saw Regis get out of the car with joy, and I sensed much more fragility ah. than I had seen in him since the last time in January out in Los Angeles. I've been waiting so long to just punch you in the face. Wow. For so many years, we worked side by side. And there was so many times I thought, I could clock her right now in front of Gilman. I could take them both out if I had a hand grenade. But then I wanted to make peace, Preston. That's what happens. Okay. You get up to heaven, your whole your whole view changes on things. Right, right, yeah. And uh, now I love, I, honestly, I love Kathy Lee. Well, it's a good thing you didn't punch her in the face, because that would have been, you would have regretted that. Or even sitting in heaven, I would imagine. You know what, Preston? I found out well, I'm up here in heaven. <laughs> and an interesting perspective you have on the universe as a whole. And the things that you think about. I found out who killed Tupac. Oh, did you oh, really? And... Get ready for this. It's Jim Varney who played Ernest in all those movies. <laughs> no way! <laughs> I mean, head blown. Mind blown. Wow. I admit. But you're privy to all these secrets when you go through the pearly gates. I guess so. Okay. Absolutely. Well, so, of course, you know, Olivia de Havilland's up here, President. She <laughs> passed away a little bit. Who is? Olivia de Havilland. From Robin Hood? <laughs> no, no. She was from uh, Gone with the Wind. Oh, oh sorry. Okay. From Robin Hood. <laughs> I, love, I love Nick. Just, you know, here's the guy who puts on We've Got Tonight during a frat party. So you got to put everything into perspective. Thanks, Reach. No, I, I think you're, and you look, you're, you're strapping young fella now. You remind me of a, of a younger Grizzly Adams with the... Reach, no, listen. Face muff. I know you're up in heaven and you're dead, Reach, but I wait I a minute. Face muff. Yeah, he's look at him. He's got an don't incredibly ins- manly beard. Don't insult me, Reach. No, no, I love you. I love you dearly. Listen, you know. man. Olivia De Havilland was in the 1938 version of The Adventures oh. of Robin Hood. Oh, okay. I thought uh, you know you're right. I'm okay. sorry. It's okay. okay. I'm sorry. The, the journey up here is fast, and you get you get your head twisted around. Yeah, the original Robin Hood. You're right. I thought you were talking Kevin Costner. Can I go back to what Kathy Lee says about oh, you, Reach? No, please, okay, please. so. Uh, the group apparently spent all day sitting on Gifford's <laughs> screen porch where they, she said, we laughed ourselves sick. Yeah, I threw up twice. Every- <laughs> I laugh- When I was on Earth, when I would laugh, I would laugh a lot and I would end up vomiting. Uh, she said we picked up right where we left off. Uh, but she sensed that his time was coming. She said we became dear friends through the years since then. Uh, always, always getting together every chance that we could and just picking up right where we left off. We just had the best time. We got so close, Preston. And towards the end, it was, it was not uncommon for me to use my fist. Oh, my 
Hmm. Wow. Listen, it's, if you want to express pure physical love, that's the real way to do it. And not to, not to punch her in the face. No, 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 no. Okay, no, no, all right. Love. I love. <laughs> not in the face, below the belt. I picked up a few tricks when I was in the army. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> okay. Things got crazy. Okay. I don't By like the, the way, funeral business. No, you don't like it. No. No. It's sad. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a time for joy. Yeah, I'm yeah, up yeah. here in heaven. Enjoys my wife, by the way. That's true. Is she still alive? She's still alive. Yeah, okay, all right. Uh, after they left, she said, I thought of my, I thought to myself, Lord, is that the last time that I'm going to see my friend? Because he was failing. I could tell. Hey, you know who's up here, Preston? No. Robert Kardashian. Oh. Robert Kardashian was on the O.J. Simpson Dream Team? Yeah. Now, he's the father of Khloe Kardashian, and he allowed me one of the biggest thrills of my life. He allowed me to watch a Khloe Kardashian feeding one time. And it was an elaborate setup. <laughs> they would take a buffalo. Hoisted up on a gurney and lowered into her paddock. And then the, the buffalo would disappear because they had vegetation in there so she could have the thrill of the hunt. Uh-huh. And then you'd see all the bushes start shaking in there. And before you knew it, blood would start spraying out. It was an amazing thing. And of course, she's a sweetheart. She's grown into a lovely young woman. Wow. That was nice of him to share a personal uh, uh, family a moment like that with you. It was wonderful. Hey, you know who else is up here? No. Michael Jackson. Wow, yeah, yeah. And is. Michael Jackson, of course, he did that wonderful song, Smooth Criminal. <laughs> and uh, you know that part, Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? I finally asked Michael, is she okay? All right. Because you keep asking. Yeah, they never do answer that Turns question. Turns out he's a kid toucher. Okay, moving on. Uh, because he was failing, she said, I could tell. Uh, it was also revealed Monday that uh, Regis will be buried at his alma mater. Uh, alma mater. Notre did you know Dame. Clark Gable had false teeth? Uh, no, he did. <laughs> well, you learn a lot of things when you're uh, past the he, pearly gates. Regis was so good and so um, you know smooth. He, oh my God! He, he had he, he he had a couple a nighttime talk show that that was just placed in a in a bad position, uh, and he was Joey Bishop's sidekick on a talk show mm-hmm. for a while. But you could tell. The weird thing, he was so much better than Joey Bishop as the sidekick. They would they would have them <laughs> talk a lot, and it became clear that he was much better. Oh no! Kidding. And and then you know the show eventually you know went away. But he he's you know he was great, and that's why as I I, I posted online, Conan Letterman, all the guys, and even the people with you know that would consider newer comedians and sharp you know and, and younger hipper comedians, they loved him because yeah. he always went for the joke. So I guess uh, maybe it was Marissa who let us all know via text message that th- this had happened. And Lovely little Marissa. She's she, such, a, such a little fire plug. But she, I, I think she <laughs> indicated and showed You know, us. she has Pringle parties, Casey. I did. I, well, they I use knew. empty Pringle cans and they drink wine out of it. <laughs> it's so hip you want to die. She had noticed that uh, on, on I guess, Instagram, social me, media, that was you had noticed that? The picture that? that Kelly Ripa and, and Ryan Seacrest put out was yeah. very cold and bizarre. And why, it was why, just, why do you automatically give credit to Marissa when it's something Kathy did? Because Marissa usually is. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, it, it, so it was the same exact thing. It was the same exact caption. Um, yeah, they cut. They it was clearly cut, written for them, which was well, they fine. Use Photoshop. I, I, I just that's thought not fine. I just thought it was bizarre that the picture they used was with Mickey Mouse. Like. What? Why? You've worked with them for years. You don't have anything else yeah, other than that? It might have been the only picture that all three of them all were three, together. Maybe. There were really rumors, know. you remember, for a I while. I would have skipped that. That, that. 
Kathy Lee and Regis had a little bit of a, a an altercation for a while, and that Kelly and Regis had a little bit of an altercation. Well, supposedly at the, when he was leaving, right? Yes. There was something right. there, which is immediately what I thought of, but still, I just thought it was their their rea- or whatever they posted was very cold. It, it, it does look like a, a regular standard publicity shot, yeah. as opposed to a uh, you know a warm in the moment shot. By the way, here's a Regis moment. Uh, we we talked to Regis many times. He's over great, the years, and uh, this was him uh, on the show talking about the, the camp out for hunger. There's a big food uh, push going on down in Philadelphia. Yes, we talk to these guys every year, uh, and all of a sudden I see I don't have my notes with me right now. But is it Preston? Sorry. President Steve. Steve. Very Thank good. Thank you. Yes. It's full uh, participation. Yes. <laughs> if there's anything else we can't figure out, feel free to yell. Yell it out. I just talked to them on yes. the phone. I guess you're going to be I'm talking talk this week. Yeah. Every year they conduct this food drive. And last year, what is it, 27 tons? Can you mm. imagine? Mm. 27 tons they collected. Or was it $27 million worth of food? No. It was 272 tons mm-hmm. of food and $27 million worth of food. $27 million worth of food. Let me tell you something. These, these fellas, they're, they're out in that city. It's called the Metroplex. And they have raised 22 trillion tons of food. They have raised in weight more food than the entire weight of the planet Mercury. And it's an impressive endeavor. These fellas out there in an RV, and it's astonishing. They're there. They've been there since birth in this RV. <laughs> doing the show, and God bless them. Uh, I love Reach. It was really sad news to hear. It was. And I never really did hear anything other than uh, natural causes. I, I did. Heart, it, it, just heart disease, I, natural I heart, heart disease. attack. But ultimately, I, I, besides all the things that go on in a normal career and, and so on and so forth, and uh, people in general loved him and, and, um, and loved working with him. Yep. And the experiences were always, were always good. It was cool to see that. All right, a couple other things. Uh, Kathy, uh, Julianne Moore busted out of her Montauk cottage. Oh, I wanted really? to mention this. Yes, nice. well, the, re- the reason is she swapped it for a gated manse when she had found a drunken stranger passed out on her couch one day. Oh, you guys remember a couple of years ago, there was a, a drunk person that slept in my car overnight. Apparently, and this is all the rage in Montauk. Well, apparently it's it's a problem. Like people are, a lot of the homeowners are, because a lot of the partiers are, are coming into Montauk. And so people are not quite used to it. Yep. And things like, yeah, things like this are happening. Kathy, didn't one of your friends one time stay over and watch on uh, the, the porn channel Massive Meaty Men? <laughs> yeah, and he used to roll on my paper towels. Too. Yeah, to, to, to when he was whacking it so he could uh, dispose of the uh, jig deal. <laughs> <laughs> no, the jig deal is the actual penis. <laughs> Oh, is it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought it was the... I thought it was the no. uh, fluid. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> My mom doesn't call that Jig Jill, no. What does she call it? Well, why would you know. call a penis Jig Jill? I, th- I, I thought the, the baby does. batter was Jig Jill. No, it's the actual penis. Like, so oh, that makes sense. Back to the story here. <laughs> yeah. She and her director husband, uh, Bart Freudlich, uh, had That's bought, name? bought their Wait, first... she's married? They bought their first home for a million dollars in 2007, but they had to they traded up for one uh, for 3.5 million. So yeah, she, wow. she after she found a, a drunk guy passed out on her her couch, she decided we better get behind a gate. It somewhere. makes you wonder: Do any of these celebrities actually ever reprimand their security for not allowing people? For it's happened multiple times. People have these homes that have these. It, Preston, when we took the little tour of um, the Beverly stars' Hills. homes, they have their own police contingent that's mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. By the way, I heard Julianne Hoff 
So when you said she was married. No, Julianne Moore. Julianne Moore. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Makes more sense that no. she'd have Allison Montauk. Julianne Hoff just split up with her uh Well, her yeah, guy, I think, right. So. And then maybe she's a lesbian now? I don't know. Something. Uh, what was she's, that? I think she, she's open to uh, pretty much anything. All right, uh, Friends co-stars Jennifer Anderson, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, apparently the besties in real life, and now uh, they're united to encourage fans to vote in the upcoming presidential election. In partnership with I Am a Voter campaign, uh, Courtney Cox wrote on social media along with a picture of the trio text friends to 26797 to make sure that you are registered and tag your friends below to remind them uh, to check their registration. It was a good picture of the three of them. I haven't seen it yet. It was just like a regular, you know, somebody took it with a cell phone oh, that's picture. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are officially citizens of Greece. Oh, they're lovely people. I Tom. know, yes. <laughs> we often socialize with them. Tom would come in from out of town with uh, Rita and Joy and I would get together with them and go over to my favorite Italian restaurant. By the way, you know the restaurant I always used to eat at, Preston? They've, they've uh, quadrant off my table and they're never going to let anyone eat there Again, well, that's pretty it's a nice. true story. And in fact, tonight on ABC, Preston, yeah, there's a retrospective of my career. Wow! See oh, that I'm actually imparting usable information. That is, that's as legitimate. opposed to the usual gibberish I blew it out. Uh, so the country's prime minister announced that Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson are official citizens of Greece. Huh? Uh, they appeared in an Instagram. I didn't post know he was Greek. From the prime, no, she is oh. uh, from the prime minister uh, Kyriakos Mitsotakis. Uh, which showed both actors posing with passports alongside uh, Mitsotakis and his wife, uh, Mareva Grabowski. Huh. Uh, Wilson, Rita Wilson, Rita is, Wilson, is of Greek and Bulgarian ancestry. Uh, she and Tom frequently spend their summer vacations on the Greek island of Antiparos. Uh, last December, Greece's president signed an honorary naturalization order allowing the actor to claim Greek citizenship. Huh. And un- under Greek law... Honorary naturalization may be granted to people who have uh, pr- provided exceptional services to the country or whose naturalization serves in the public interest. So, How about that? So they are Greek citizens. She's so. one of the reasons why my big fat Greek wedding got produced and made was that she's really good friends with uh, Nia Bardalis. I remember that. Yeah, so yeah. she helped to get it to Tom and Tom helped to produce it and then the movie became the movie. Greece is one place I'd like to, yeah. like to visit. Yeah, yeah Marissa's you know. been there, right? Yeah, I would like to go to Greece as well. Uh, Twitter is going bananas after Gigi Hadid's newly renovated New York City apartment uh, has been shown. The supermodel shared shots that included bold colors, marble countertops, a bathroom wall covered in New Yorker covers, a giant yellow pen, glass a kit- giant yellow pen, glass kitchen cabinets revealing colorfully dyed pasta. And funky patterns. So why are people freaking out about this? Hadid wrote, spent all of last year designing and curating my passion project slash dream spot. Of course, it all came together right before quarantining out of the city. But I'm excited for the time I get to spend enjoying all the special corners that were made with little help from some of my favorite creatives. And then she wrote in parentheses, tap. What the hell does that mean? I don't know. With an exclamation point, tap. Who embraced Peanut my... Butter. my- <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, by the way, I'm back on Earth now. Okay. Oh, Just for a little bit. I'm a ghost. Who embraced my ideas and uh, didn't call me crazy. Uh, reactions were mixed over the photos, apparently. Oh. I, I think it might be considered a little tacky. The tap is when, when you tap on the photo, you can see who the creative people are. You can, oh. They are tagged ah. in said photo. Thank tap. you, Nick. Yes. Sorry about that whole Olivia de Havilland mystery. <laughs> Sorry, man. You're in heaven. It's cool. No, 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 thanks. I'm glad you guys could patch things up right here. Rose for life. <laughs> All right. <laughs> one last story. 
Uh, Netflix has announced that The Witcher Blood Origin, a limited series from the Witcher universe, is going to be coming out. The limited series will feature six parts and serve as a prequel to the hit. This is with Samantha and Darren, right? I don't know. <laughs> no, that's Bewitch. No, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. It's set in the <laughs> elven world 1,200 years before the world of The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, showrunner Declan DeBara said, as a lifelong fan of fantasy, I'm beyond excited to tell the story, The Witcher Blood Origin. Maybe go, like, for two seasons on the series before you do an origin uh, story. You know what I'm saying? A question has been burning in my mind ever since I first read The Witcher books. What was the elven world really like before the cataclysmic arrival <laughs> of the humans? This guy needs to get laid. So, <laughs> so they're going to do that. I don't know when it's coming out uh, or anything else. The Witcher is actually very good with uh, Henry Cavill. I've heard, and yeah. uh, somebody uh, emailed me and told me how fantastic the books are. They haven't seen anything about the show. They said the books are excellent. I wouldn't say that it's great, but it's really good. Okay. Yeah. We're ready for the clips now. Yay! Doing it, Troy! We're doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Having a couple of technical issues. It's okay, though. A high school senior juggles her daily life and a long-distance relationship with her dreamy boyfriend in the Kissing Booth 2. Uh, in this clip, co-star Jacob L. Uh, L. Rod, no? L. Ron Hubbard? L. Lordy. L. Lordy addresses the social media trolls who called him out for looking miserable in the film's trailer. You know what it is? It's because I'm, I'm usually thinking a lot about something like an insane amount about something ridiculous. I just did an interview before and she asked me a question and I didn't even hear her say the question because I was thinking about something. So I think that is, uh, that's what happens. And then also, he's like a moody dude. Shut the f*** up! What? People love this movie. Have you, uh, anybody in your house watched it, Preston? It's a show, right? I, or is I, it a movie? I think it's uh, two movies. Okay, and they're talking about a third. No, nobody in my... In my household has seen it as of yet, but they did announce that they're going to work on a third one. So, yeah, I guess it is a movie. Yeah, and it's just, it's um, sort of cheesy um, teen romance. Okay. I guess, and, right. but, 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 but somehow <clears throat> it's just caught everyone's fancy. Kissing Booth 2 is streaming now on Netflix. Steve, I'm looking at the, we're looking at, a, uh, at some uh, trailers here. Right. And it looks like just the, visually, like uh, from Justin McKelly a little bit. Exactly, it's got that tone. No, it does, and that's yeah. that's right in my wheelhouse. All right, next <laughs> clip. Here we go. In "I May Destroy You," a woman's life is turned upside down after she was sexually assaulted at a nightclub. And in this clip, creator and star Michaela Cole discusses drawing inspiration from her real life story. Here we go. I based the character of Arabella on myself, uh, especially in the beginning. She's a writer. She takes a break from work. She goes out for a drink, and her drink is spiked, and she's sexually assaulted by strangers. This was also my story. So that was the initial inspiration with that character. Play you. I uh, May Destroy You airs Monday nights. That is at uh, 9 o'clock, and it's on HBO. That sounds heavy. Yeah, and that is what I have for you in the Entertainment Report uh, this morning. So... Welcome to the program. We have some stuff going on this morning, including checking in with Deuces Rogers. We haven't talked to Deuces in a little while. The obviously, sports stuff. Since Camp Out for Hunger. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot going on, obviously, with the uh, the Phils and, uh, you know, being in close contact with the Marlins, who have like a dozen, 14 guys that have COVID and all this stuff. And the Sixers and Flyers coming up this weekend. Training camp starts for the Eagles. There's a lot going on. So, We'll talk to Deuces a little bit later on this morning. We're going to take a quick break and come back in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us on your drive into work this morning. We'll return shortly. 
Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. So Rolling Stone has come out with a list. I'm always, um, I always take their list with a grain of salt. Because uh, a agree. lot of times they do some weird stuff. But they rounded up 75 of the greatest boy band songs of oh. all time. And they have declared their pick for number one. Ooh. And I have the top ten. I don't have the full list of 75 here. Uh, I think I, that's all you need is the top ten. That, that tells the whole story. And we're, you and I, we're huge Boy band fans. We're boy banders. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I've I've always hated boy bands. But then again, Aww. along along the way, yeah, there are a few that they that these types of groups will hit with, and you can't deny their their catchiness. Listen, you just can't deny it. You heard me go on about BTS a while ago. <laughs> That's right. So uh, I yeah. have no credibility here. So because mm-hmm. yeah, if a song's good, it's good. Yep. Yeah. Um, are there any repeats, or are they trying to you know be diplomatic here? And they gave in the one... top in the top ten. I only see one one band per song. Uh, but huh. it, the list is greatest boy band songs, Casey. So I would imagine that there have got to be repeats among the seventy five. There weren't that. So if you think about boy bands. There's not, there's a finite, obviously there's a finite list of anything in this in this realm of music, but the uh, uh, there are not that many classic boy band, boy bands, yeah, but for right? for every era, there's a, yeah. a few in but there. do we yes. consider, like, I mean, I guess at some point, would the Beatles have been considered a boy band? It's a good question. That's a good question. You know? Um, uh-huh. They're usually vocal groups. There, right. There is, uh, like, there's one on here where they, the guys play their own instruments, but everything else I'm looking at on here, Steve, in this top ten, they're all... Uh, they're all vocal groups. They're there all you just go. Singers and dancers. All right. Uh, but yeah, because I was thinking, if you want to go way back, like somebody like the Bee Gees, because they actually started off when they were young, back in the '60s, they had hits, and they probably would have been a boy band. True, I guess. they were they were musicians as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So right. well, wrote their own music. Yeah. All right. So if you're not writing, if you're manufactured, right? That's what makes you a boy band. I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, no, I don't think so. I just always thought it was it was male vocal groups. And not necessarily manufactured, because there's one on here where the three of them are brothers, and uh, they're oh. considered a, a, a boy band right there, Casey. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I'm right. Where's up? All right, I want to get you this whole list, because on it, they have New Edition. Yes. Um, New Edition is in the top ten. Okay. They have The Monkees. Okay, maybe. See, to me, that's a blur. Okay. That's, uh, that, um, they... That band had um, so the Monkees and the Beatles and bands that were that w- girls went crazy for. To me, I always think of a more manipulated approach to boy bands. Do you know what I'm saying? Or like a come like, and go, like not, One Direction. Like, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I kind of know what you're saying. LFO. <laughs> All right, well, let me go through the top ten. Oh, ten. And, and Marissa will we'll get <laughs> right. some other. Well, yeah, the, you know, ninety eight degrees, ninety eight yeah. degrees. Yeah. yeah, there was, and they're yeah. they're not in the top ten. Uh, but LFO is number 10 on the list. Oh. Uh, with Summer Girls. Is this it? Yeah. I don't know this song. Oh my God, this is so bad, I can't even... I always felt like, even when this song came out, it was more tongue-in-cheek than anything else. Right? You think? No. No. I think it was done with full intent. 
baby. Something in your eyes when it drove me crazy. Like I think this is what the, or at least what I'm thinking the list is going to be, is mostly this. Stuff like this, right? Not, yeah, not the Beatles. Right, right. All right. Uh, so I that's, like girls in the Abercrombie and Fitch, too. Wow. Huh. <laughs> Congratulations, Reach. Uh, all right, here's the one I was talking about where they are brothers. This is uh, number nine. Hanson. Now, this is a good song. I like this song. You can't deny the catchability of this tune. How old? How old were they when they wrote this? Oh man, the, the drummer was a kid. He yeah. was like ten or eleven years old, probably. In the video, he's taking swigs of Similac. And Zach, I think Zach was maybe thirteen at the most, the lead singer. You know who's obsessed with these guys is Sarah. Uh Jackson's oh, really? producer. He's obsessed. Okay. Loves them. They were in our studio, right? They yes, were. They yes. were. And then one of them had like a seizure after uh, two days after coming in our studio. Listen, they have great harmonies, good performers. So uh Hanson number nine. Uh number eight on this list. This is what I consider to be the penultimate okay. <laughs> boy band. <laughs> New Kids on the Block. Oh, yeah. Most definitely. God, they were huge in the 80s. Or would it have been 90s, actually? Late 80s, 90s, early 90s? Right? Yeah. It was yeah. 90s, yeah. I have since come to appreciate these guys. Well, once we hung out with them in uh, I guess that's in what North did Wildwood. I, I couldn't stand them. Yeah. But you know what? Like, so this was, like, my wheelhouse. I was in 7th or 8th grade or whatever when these guys came out. And there's just something sort of like, it's almost like it is inherent in you as a, as a boy. Well, you got to hate them. Yeah. Even though you love them, right? But all well, the girls for love For fear them. that other girls love them. And, and right. what is so cool about them? Yeah. There's a great Goldbergs episode where they're, they're sort of torturing Eric, Erica because they, uh, she loves new kids. And both Barry and Adam are like mocking them. And they're like, they start to sing the songs. And then before that, before you know it, they're working on the choreography. <laughs> Oh. And then they become hardcore fans. Well, the thing that would kill me, Case, was in, in any of these is the moment that it would go, and I love you, girl. Yeah. You know, or something like that. That's when I would be like, okay, enough already, man. Well, I, love you, I mean, girl. The, you, know you know I mean that, baby. Boys to Men, they had that guy with the bass. He was like, baby. You know? Oh, oh yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Baby, I want you and your mother. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that song, Hang Talk, came out in 1988. And uh, lest we forget, without New Kids, we would not have Mark Wahlberg. You know, yeah. they really begat the Funky Bunch. Oh, yeah. You know, and then Mark's The funkiest career. of bunch, yeah. Nick. Yeah. That song is called Right Stuff, not Hangin' Tough. I'm yeah, sorry, Hangin' Tough was a different one. Hangin' Tough came out in 88. Hangin' Tough was like their second. I think it was... Hangin' Tough. Yes. Oh. Hangin' Tough. <laughs> hangin' so tough. Come on, Case. Hanging tough. All right. Uh, We're hanging tough. Yeah, man, those guys are so tough. They're hanging. No, uh, you can't be that tough and not hang. <laughs> <laughs> they were the opening act for Tiffany on her big tour. Opening oh, for Tiffany. <laughs> opening Whoa. for Tiffany. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So Tiffany, what Linda Ronstadt was to the Eagles, Tiffany was to... New Kids on the Block. block. I guess so. All right, we don't have a clip of this band, Aventura. Never even heard of that band. Yeah, neither have I, but they have the number. It's called Obsession, Kathy. What? And not not that, not the other song from the 80s from Animotion. Yeah, that's Animotion. Obsession. Um, I love you, girl. I love my obsession with you, girl. I want want you, girl. It's a Spanish song. I want to take your panties off, girl. (laughs) 
Just joining in. Regis does the he does the spoken word part. Oh, girl, the... can't you see? I, I love you so much. <laughs> I wrote your name on my trapper keeper. <laughs> Why did we put Regis in this song? <laughs> oh, girl, come on. All right. Joy's made some couscous. You can come on over and we'll have some margaritas. All Trying right. to reach on my balcony demo, I guess. Maybe? Yeah, 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 of course. I'm the bad boy. All right, here's uh, number six on this list, and it's from One Direction. We have that. Yeah. That's what makes you beautiful, is you don't know that you're beautiful. Girl, you're so goddamn beautiful. Yeah. It's a good song for, like, the end of my run when I'm coming up the hill in Kajahaka. I'm like, yes, mama's finished. Woo! I've actually become a Harry Styles fan. Oh, Casey, me too. Just like strawberries <laughs> on a summer evening. Oh, is this a solo hit? Of yeah. Okay. Let's hear Watermelon it. sugar high. <laughs> Watermelon <laughs> sugar high. Watermelon high. sugar high. Watermelon sugar, sugar high. Oh my wow. god! She is wow. like on pitch. Like it's amazing. <laughs> what a voice of an angel! Uh, I love that it. Song. Now, remember, we, there was a, somebody had an encounter with him at a Wawa in Delaware not oh, that long right. ago. He, he was, was a nice guy. super-duper nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Of course he was. Yeah. You can't write watermelon sugar and not, and be, not a, be. be an awesome guy. Watermelon sugar? Yeah. Watermelon sugar. Ha-ha. <laughs> <laughs> What's it about? It's about watermelon sugar. Sugar and okay. strawberries. Yeah, sure, yes, sure. He's strawberry. basically shopping for produce. <laughs> On a summer evening. Uh, oh, wait. Do you want to hear this Adventura song? Yes, yes, Jesse yes, yes. Adventura. Okay, it's Jesse Ventura. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Obsession. I'm an obsession. I'm an obsession, brother. <laughs> is that what the beat is? Yeah. What is it? Pachata. Pachata. Hey, I love you, girl. I you can't not dance to that. Oh, really? Just that. <laughs> That yep. rhythm. Yep. Uh, you know who's not on this list? I'm gonna I'm gonna just jump in and spoil it a little bit. But Menudo. Speaking of Menudo, uh, songs no, that are in Spanish. No. They were they were in one of the ultimate boy bands. Global band. And, and so and this is the legendary Menudo that you could not exceed a certain age. You would throw you out. Yes, yeah. sixteen. Rick, I think. Ricky Martin was in Menudo. Was I believe he not? you are correct. Absolutely, they have Absolutely. to be somewhere on the seventy-five list, right? Well, on the yeah, seventy-five, probably. but not in the top, top ten. Not uh, top ten. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you got to be goddamn kidding me. No. Although I couldn't, t- and I knew all about Menudo when I was a kid. I couldn't tell you one name of one Menudo. All I remember yeah. is that at that time when the band broke, oh, they no. were super huge. <laughs> Steve. Nick pulled up the top 75 on the list of boy bands is Du Jour. <laughs> what oh, movie was that? That's um, Josie and the Pussycats. Josie and the yeah. Pussycats, Du Jour. And the song was called Backdoor Lover. Oh, my God. Stop What's it. that about? Yeah, I love that. I love Du Jour. Just the name alone, Du Jour. Like, it's making it was, fun of that. It was great. Of the day. There is a great horrible movie that Adrian Barbeau stars in. It's a, it's a horror movie called Ring of Fire, I think it's called. Okay. Or, or uh, and it's it's about the um uh, this boy band. It's actually they're zombies and oh my God. Uh, it's but it it's just uh, it's so much of that time 
Uh, you got it. You got to check it out. It's horrible. Uh, Menudo is at number forty, by the way, with a song okay. called Hunter, just, So they did make it. In okay, there. so Adventure. I don't. I've never heard. I, I don't know how you could put that. I can't believe. I am arguing this stupid list. Uh, but what? how come boys and men like Motown Philly or... Well, the list is not over yet. We don't and I know. Also, it seems like it's, oh. it's from like 90s on, right? It's it's not younger than no. that. At least not he yet. Said, he said the monkeys was on the list. Yeah, yeah the, the monkeys are... Oh, the monkeys are, are, Yeah, so uh, Casey, Motown Philly's number 16. So it, it didn't quite crack the top 10. All right. All right, so moving on. Uh, Steve, number five is BTS Moon. There you yeah, go. That's not my favorite BTS song. Do you know that song? <laughs> I don't know vaguely. Any, mm, I don't know did they do BTS. that on what did they do on SNL? Oh, uh, they did um Boy Boy with Love. <laughs> okay. We uh, are boys with love. I don't have the clip of Moon for you, Steve, unfortunately. What the hell? Uh number four. Okay, okay, so we Yeah, we got you. Here. All right, number four is you got it? Yep. Nope, that's not it. No, I have it. <laughs> I have it. It's oh, you have it up yeah, here? Yeah, All right, yeah, go ahead. Hit trust it. Trust me, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no. Not new edition. Number four is Backstreet no. Boys. I want it that oh, my, way. Oh, my bad. My bad. Oh, man. That's what I wanted to play. You are my fire. All right, this is my favorite boy band song. This is it. I'm going on. I'm going on record. Okay. This is my favorite boy band song. When I say. I want it that way. I want you, girl. Who all, who all was in this band? There was Mickey, <laughs> Johan, no. Spinoza, no. Terrence, <laughs> and Liam. Spinoza, Terrence, and Liam. Mickey, Spinoza, Terrence, and Liam? Yeah, Did they were one? the best. Yeah, AJ, Howie, Nick, Kevin, and Brian. I was off. But yeah, yeah you were close. I missed one, Nick. Yeah. Olivia de Havilland. Uh, <laughs> to me, this video and this band, that's the quintessential. You boy want it band. that way, don't you, Nick? Yeah, I want it. No, but like the, the facial hair, the, the choreographed moves, the long jackets, the choreographed outfits, everything. Right, the, right. Uh, every single thing about that, to me, <laughs> the screams, airport. screams boy band. Yeah. Yep, yep, I agree. The private jet in the back. Yeah, yeah they're singing in front of a jet in this video. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's number four. Didn't even make the top three. Number three, though, is one case he started Sorry. to play. Candy Girl from uh, New Edition, and that actually a lot of a lot of musicians came out of New Edition. You had uh, Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. Ralph Tresvant, uh, Johnny Gill, Johnny Gill. That's right, and then Belle Biv DeVoe. Those guys, uh, Michael Bibbins, um, uh, Levy on Bell. I've forgotten all the guys, man. It's been a long time. All right, Michael Bibbins. Ricky yeah. Bell and Ronnie DeVoe. Okay. A talented group. Yep, yep. Yeah, but this isn't my favorite New Edition song either. If I, what's, I gotta, what's your favorite New Edition? Well, I'm trying to think now. Mr. This, Telephone Man? That, uh, mm, this was their biggest hit, I think. Was this the biggest one? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Ralph Tresvant was the lead singer, and he had such a squeaky high voice. I want to hear that again. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Steve, you were spot on with that.
he's a minion. I love you, Okay. Uh, new edition at number. I love you, Gru. No. <laughs> I love you, Gru. <laughs> Instead of girl. I love you, Gru. All right. Uh, the next one, number two on this list, ranks way up there with quintessential boy band. If you're tuning in, it's Rolling Stones top boy band songs ever. The top seventy-five. I think everyone has, you know, unless you're, uh, unless you just can't own up to it. Yeah. Like for me, I love that Backstreet Boys song. You know, that everyone's got. A guilty pleasure out of this. A friend of ours, Beth, who got married a few years ago, she and her wedding party, when this song hit, this was like the big moment of the night. They were waiting all night for this to happen. And when it did, the dance dance floor went crazy. Apparently they they lived for NSYNC and this song in particular. But yeah. Gotten my boy band lore. Uh, who came out of this? Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Joey Anybody Fatone. Else? Joey Fatone. Lance Bass. Lance, Lance Bass. Bass. There was guy. Spinoza. Yeah. <laughs> JC. Johan. Chiron. Chris. JC and Chris. I, the other names I know. JC and Chris. I don't remember. Yeah. JC. Chazé and Chris Kirkpatrick. Okay. This uh, no strings attached. Sold one million copies in one day. And oh 2.42 million in one week. What? Yeah, I remember this being sort of like the end of the rock era of the 90s because these guys just were huge. It, and it killed rock for a while did. because yeah. this stuff just dominated. And there was one guy responsible for a lot of this stuff, the guy Lou Pearlman. You remember that guy? Yeah. yeah. So he was like a, like a quasi-pedophile and he was a was tax he? cheat. Yeah. yeah. There was a documentary on him. <laughs> And some of these guys and these bands like O Town and InSync and some of the other bands that he he created, some hate his guts, and some like are like, well, he helped us along the way, and it's I, I think he's dead now, Lil Pump. Yeah, he died yeah. four years ago. Yeah. Wow! But he was this uh, he was this controversial figure who, if you want to talk about Case, actually, you know, taking out the the list of ingredients, mm-hmm. you know, okay, fashion, look. Everyone's high concept, you know. Yeah. You have your five guys, and you got the the, the bad boy, and you, yeah. That's what everybody's he did. got a yeah. defined that's what role. He did. The yeah. pretty boy, the guy who can grow facial hair, right? Uh, <laughs> you know, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Steve, what? "Cool It Now" was the name of the song that I liked from uh, oh, New right. Edition. Okay. That was the New one. Edition. Yeah. Um, <laughs> remember it? No, you don't remember that song. No, sing a little bit. Uh, cool it now. Cool it now. No, that's not it. Oh. Cool it now. You gotta slow it down, slow it down. No, I'd have to hear it. All right, let's see I if we can get to it. Hear it. Uh, so NSYNC, Bye 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 is number two. So number one on Rolling Stone's top boy band songs ever. Girl. Going back a few years for this one, yeah. And did you see it already? I, I, I looked, I looked, I, I have to recuse myself. All right. Jackson 5. Oh, well. I want you back. I love this song. This is this song can pretty much get me in a good mood yep. almost any time. The guitar, man. I was thinking about doing a drum cover to this. This is so much fun. Yeah. It's the uh, last. Listen they, to Michael Jackson. I mean, at that age, that that command. Yeah. 
Final scene of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Who wrote this? What's that? Who wrote this? That's a damn good question. They wrote some of their stuff, but they didn't write everything. Like Smokey Robinson wrote yeah. a lot of stuff back in the day for the Motown groups, and Nick's going to look that up. One more day. Dude was a talented kid, man. Wow. I saw a funny meme uh, yesterday. It was uh, the uh, Samuel Jackson 5. So it was <laughs> oh, like, no. I-, I want you back, mother effer. Uh, <laughs> Does it say who wrote it? To- yeah, the the corporation. So that's uh, it's a group of people, and it included Barry Gordy, uh, Freddie Perrin. So the Motown Collective. Yeah, Alfonso Mazel and Deke Richards. And so, Spinoza. And Spinoza all wrote that. So yeah, it was it was a collective, and it was it was the hit makers, man. Yeah, you know, they they that stuff didn't happen by accident. They they crafted those songs perfectly. There was a <clears throat> excuse me, there's an amazing Motown documentary that came out. I don't know, maybe at the beginning of the year or a little bit before then. That I was just transfixed with. I mean, they were just they they were the best of the best at crafting amazing songs. I didn't know this until just now, but the name of the record uh, that that was on was called Diana Ross Presents the Jackson 5. So uh, she wow. was like the presenting sponsor or the presenting yes. artist on it? That's In really fact, cool. In fact, she kind of fought pretty hard because Barry Gordy was like, ah, it's a kid act, you know? Yeah. He came in and he, he didn't deny that they were talented, but, but Diana Ross was like, no. You're going to miss this gigantic opportunity if you pass. Could you imagine? On this group. They are incredible. Uh, so, And she was right. So, yeah. So, she, somehow or another, Nick, I don't know how that worked out that she got that presenting status on there. Yeah. And then, so that came out in 1969. Wow. It wasn't even in the 70s. It was 1969. And then ABC came out the following year. Wow. ABC, another. Yeah. Great tune right in that vein. Easy as one, two, three. Yep. All simple as do re me. Yep. So those are the top boy band songs ever, according to Rolling Stone. And they've got a comprehensive list, all 75 of them. So outside of the top 10, I'll, I'll hit real quick here for you. Uh, High Five, I Like the Way. Uh, the Jonas Brothers, SOS, Jackson 5, I'll Be There is number 13. Shiny. Shiny. Sherlock, I don't know that Shiny? one. Shiny. Shiny. You don't know S. Shinola. Uh take that back for good. Boys to Men Motown Philly was number sixteen. In sync, it's gotta be me. One direction story of my life. And a bunch of songs I don't know. Where did uh poison fall in there from Belle Biv DeVoe? Uh I don't know, dude. To me that's a top twenty song. <laughs> yeah. Spider Man and Freezing Uh I don't know, Case. I think this that might have been I don't think that's um I don't think that that's... Um... Were they men, not boys? No, 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 no. Uh, the, 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 the word I'm looking for, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't think it's as slick. I don't think I, that, that, that's got some dirt to it. That's got, you know what I mean? It's got a kind of sure. edgy. The, the boy band songs tend to be very, very... Um, lighter. Yeah, lighter and, and cutesy and, you know... Over, very produced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it, it's like you would never say Creedence Clearwater Revival was a boy band. Right. I looked at your list there, Preston, the the master list, and I had no idea that the Bay City Rollers were a boy band. I, I guess, guess they were. I guess they threw that in there. 
I mean, you have the Osmonds are on here as well. They used to call Bay City Rollers the next Beatles, and I would I would actually oh, really? vomit <laughs> in my. I remember just tasting my own puke every time they made that. Are you kidding me? Yep. They're from Glasgow. Yep. Where is the, the? They were from Liverpool. We're from Glasgow. Mm-hmm. We're the best city rollers. All right, well, there you go. For your listening pleasure, or if you want to gouge your ears out, either way, uh, Rolling Stone, the top boy band. So you forget that Rolling Stone does cover, I mean, they've, they've been known as a rock magazine for so long, but they cover all genres. Yeah, since the, the Rock and Roll Museum contains a lot of this non-rock stuff anyway. Yep. I just have to shout out, like, there's one song on here. It's by this band called Together, which was actually a fake MTV. It was a movie. Oh. And they made a fake band. Do you remember that? I do in the remember late 90s? that. And they were just mocking all right. the like LFO. And there was one guy who was sick. And then there was the handsome guy. And there was the buff like rap guy. The worst by far was O Town. Remember they, O-Town, they had they had a series, in fact, with Lou Perlman, <laughs> yeah. where they were putting together. Putting it together, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah they created, they a created band. the band on MTV. It was called Making the Band, I yeah. think it was. Yeah. They, they were didn't... in this building one time, O-Town was. There was, uh, I think it might have been another radio station. It doesn't matter. Anyway, O-Town was walking around the floors, and their handler was looking for them. She lost them. I think like half of them went to the bathroom, whatever. So she came into our lobby. This is probably 15, yeah. 16 years ago, and she's like, has anyone seen my boys? <laughs> For my boy, has anyone seen O Town? And I was like, "What the hell are you talking about, lady?" She's like, "My, my boys, has anyone seen my boys?" Wow, um, no, we haven't seen your boys. Sorry, and they didn't do very well, right? They didn't last very long. No, but there was one guys who did okay. But I, it, it, it's sort of that's just at the point they started to get any sort of traction. That's when the whole uh, Lou Pearlman empire collapsed in yeah. and out. So, yep. All right, anyhow, hope you enjoyed. we got to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. We've got some B-File stories that are on the way. We're talking to Deuces Rogers this morning. Lots of Philly sports news. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. MMR and Live Nation are happy to announce the live performance drought is finally over. It's the Live-In at the Drive-In Concert Series, a month of shows in the Phillies parking lot. You'll experience from your car. 93.3 WMMR and the Struts invite you to rock out live in your ride Saturday, August 22nd. Your body talks, your body talks. The Live-In at the Drive-In Concert Series. Essentially awesome solution to a performanceless pandemic featuring the struts and many See more. See the full schedule at WMMR.com. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. Uh, before Bizarre File, real quick, I wanted to uh, do a shout out. I got this wonderfully uh, decorative yes. uh, letter that was sent to me. It's lovely. <clears throat> it is lovely. Uh, it's sent to all of us, actually, and this is from Julie Ball, and it says, Dear Preston, Steve, Casey, Kathy, Nick, and Marissa, and it's got the date, July 28th, really big across the top. It's like a <laughs> thick cardboard paper. Uh, there's a picture of a watermelon and ants and bees, and it's like it, it's like matted and layered and really great detail. So anyhow, uh, she writes, I would love to request a shard house to a big fan of yours, Ryan Ball. And he has been listening to you forever. Everything he says is from the show. <laughs> Thank-
Thank you for giving us so many laughs. He turned me on to your podcast, so now we laugh together. He is not big about celebrating his birthday, even though he is an amazing stepdad to three kids, Courtney, Andrew, and Lindsay, and his best friend, his dog, Marley, an Australian cattle dog. Uh, he loves working at Fairways Golf Club in Warrington. Please visit soon. Thank you for doing what you love. And that is Julie Ball, and then she highlights again, July 28, 2020. <laughs> uh, so we want to wish a very happy birthday and a shout-out to Ryan Ball. Do you want to give a full case? Oh, and, uh, I mean, she, what? She went yeah. to all that artwork, and yeah. then she did all that mm-hmm. elaborate, I don't even know what you call it, like decoupage? It's amazing. Yeah, let's do so it. Let's give her a yeah. real one. All of that was for you, Ryan, courtesy of Julie. So there love you. You. I love you, girl. <laughs> I love you, girl. All right. Hey, uh, I need to, we need to make a major correction from the last uh, conversation we had about boy bands. Yes. We, we need to make a major correction yes. or you do? Uh, no, we. Okay. Uh, as a show, right. uh, Beth Gardner says you guys need to issue a serious correction. She says, I am a diehard Backstreet Boys fan. NSYNC sucks. You can't mix that up. Fix it. So. Did I say otherwise? Well, I just assumed she was a big NSYNC fan as well. We all agreed with it. We just, you know, at her wedding. So you said that song was the song that she... Yeah, I was just talking was... about that song in that band, but... Yes, okay. no, apparently she hates NSYNC. Wow. And she we... wanted that fix. But we never, we never claimed she was a huge NSYNC fan. I guess Casey did. I did missed, you? I missed that part. I don't know. You I... Filthy bastard. <laughs> I'm so sorry. How, How dare, dare you? Please that forgive lovely me. young lady. <laughs> okay. All right, I'm glad we got that cleared up. Let's do the Bizarre Five. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre Five. Uh, it's brought to you by HERS. Pick up a specially marked bag of HERS today for a chance to win $10,000 and take your summer to the next level. Full rules and details at summer.hers.com. HERS forever good. Uh, okay, all of these stories are mask-related. Every single one of these stories <gasps> is wow. mask-related. Like just And it goes all over the place. So we'll start with this, and, and it's a follow-up to a story I'm sure you saw on social media over the weekend. Uh, a couple wearing face masks and blazing with swastikas. It was at a Walmart. That happened to one of their stores in Marshall, Minnesota. Uh, the video starts showing a 59-year-old man and 64-year-old woman at cash register as other shoppers vocally object to their display. Uh, and the police had issued a notice of trespass to the two shoppers at the request of Walmart. Uh, after the video made the rounds on the social media, Walmart issued a statement on Saturday saying that the couple's behavior was unacceptable. So they have been banned from all Walmarts in the entire country for a whole year. For caring. <clears throat> for caring? They're wearing swastika masks. They're, they're showing how... Oh, the swastika. Oh, That's yeah, what it was. Yeah, okay. All right, yeah. Uh, they said it's unfortunate that some individuals have taken this pandemic as an opportunity to create a distressing situation for customers and, and uh, associates in our store. The trespass notice is issued to the couple effectively bans them from entering Walmart for an entire year. Uh, Saturday was the first day of Minnesota's mask mandate requiring face coverings uh, be worn in all public places. Uh, their Walmart's mask policy has been in effect, though, uh, since the week before. So, all right, here's another one. Here's the other side of things, okay? A trip to a dog park in Ocean Beach ended in a hospital visit for one San Diego couple. Uh, she assaulted my husband, and I'm angry about it, said Ash O'Brien. O'Brien said she and her husband were at a dog park 
with their three-year-old pup, three-month-old puppy. Uh, they sat at a picnic table. They began enjoying a meal when a woman reportedly confronted them about not wearing facial coverings and eating at the park where there is a no-food policy. The confrontation ended with O'Brien's husband being pepper-sprayed by the woman. Uh, she said, if we knew that there was a no-food policy, we wouldn't have brought it into the park. The lady who maced him automatically started saying stuff about us not wearing a mask when we were socially distancing and there was no one near us. O'Brien said that after the exchange of words, uh, the woman walked away from the picnic table but returned after a few minutes and did the unexpected. She said she came up without saying anything and just stuck the mace can right in front of my face. My husband, being a good guy, walked in front of her and was like, hey, calm down. Please don't do this. And then she grabbed him and started macing him. She used the entire can on him. Yeah, I saw some. They have footage of this, right? Because there's, there's I didn't a... see footage of this one, but okay. they, they have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we drove to the hospital. He got treated, she said. A witness captured part of the incident on camera. There All you go, right. Steve. And said that she was shocked at what she was seeing. Uh, she recorded the woman's license plate number. The couple filed a police report. I don't know if they found her yet or not. Well, one man in London is taking his public mask wearing to his privates. Tim Sheaf, a 32-year-old former Ninja Warrior UK contestant, startled Londoners when he took to Oxford Street wearing nothing but a tiny little face mask fashioned to a G-string that barely covered his privates. He was mocking a new law that has mandated mask wearing public. Is, it, is there one law for your balls as well? <laughs> I don't know. The Connecticut-born athlete is also a world champion free runner and a vegan YouTube sensation. He's known for stunts like admitting to eating meat despite railing against eating animals. So <laughs> that's uh, his who, thing. Who the hell knows. I don't know if I, I wouldn't be comfortable because if if the mask fully covers my genitals, I'll be very embarrassed. That's true. <laughs> A Ralph's supermarket employee has been suspended over an incident in which she pepper sprayed a man who had allegedly rammed her with a shopping cart because he was told to mask up or leave. The incident took place at one of the chain's Los Angeles locations. Witnesses said a store employee told the man that he had to wear a face covering or leave the stores required by Los Angeles County. And that's when he started ramming the woman with a shopping cart. And a worker used pepper spray to incapacitate the man and called the police. A witness said, I looked down and there was this guy just yelling at someone. All of a sudden you see him take the handles of his cart and try to ram this woman. The witness said the man continued screaming at the woman while he pushed his cart into her. She also said that she saw another woman try to push the man out of the way. She said, he said, I think he was just screaming about the mask. He didn't want to wear a mask. The employee uh, who was allegedly attacked has actually been suspended for five days because they did not follow the company guidelines. Company guidelines include <laughs> not spraying mates in people's faces. By the way, is pepper spray legal in all 50 states? Or, a good question. Uh, I'm curious about that. I'm not really sure. Because I, I bought some sort of defensive spray for my wife a few years ago, and I was told it's not legal. Yeah, I'm not sure. All right. Casey, this audio was from last week. Uh, Shoppers at a Fred Meyer in Longview, Washington, were greeted with a new form of Karen this week when an anti-mask woman started shouting at anyone coming down the aisle that she was currently shopping in, banishing them, quote, in Jesus Christ's name until she was finished. She said, I command you in Jesus Christ's name to get off this aisle. You need to leave in Jesus Christ's mighty's Jesus Christ's mighty name. We had the clip that's a mouthful last yeah. week. I'm, I'm looking for it. Uh, she invokes the devil and all kinds of stuff. And by so, the way, how does she know which aisle Jesus is going to be in? That's true. Uh, the Karen apparently doesn't uh, does not have an issue with getting in people's faces in order to shout at them uh, out of the aisle. Uh, so it's unclear if this was her way of social distancing or what. So here's some of the audio of that. Matthew, in Jesus Christ's mighty name. 
<laughs> really? Off. You are a demon. Get off, Zion. I'm buying something. Have <laughs> That's right. Until I can buy something, and then I will happily leave. I rebuke you all and cast you into the lake of fire in Jesus Christ's mighty name. So she is casting them right. into the lake of fire. She can do that. Wow. I guess that's a That deal. sounds like a bad lake. Yeah, yeah. So uh, anyhow, that was uh, that <laughs> interesting mask story. Completely different kind of mask story. A guy from Michigan figured a prosthetic face mask making him look super old would allow him to steal a fortune at several casinos <laughs> with the help of some fake driver's licenses and other personal information from elderly victims. This is such a cool story, Preston. I was looking at the mask and I'm thinking, man, I want to get this mask. And then I realized... I would look exactly like I do right now. <laughs> oh, really? With the mask. It's on. a Steve Morrison mask. It's basically me. John Coletti, who is 55, needed to look a lot older, and the prosthetic face mask did the trick, but for safe measure, he wore hats, glasses, and even a surgical mask. These things are really good looking. Especially if you cover them if, up if a little bit. If you do a little work. Yeah. Uh, so the he apparently went to the MGM Grand Casino last year in Michigan and Kansas. And withdrew a fortune at the self-serve kiosks with the personal information that he had stolen. If you look, so here's a picture of it up in the screen here. This looks like me. Yeah, the <laughs> um, the feds say at least 10 people were victimized and Coletti stole more than $100,000. Uh, the FBI cracked the case with the help of search, a search warrant. They found a lot, including four prosthetic face masks, flash drives, counterfeit money, and books on how to commit a crime without getting caught. It's ingenious, though. Yeah. And that's all I have time for. I actually have more mask stories. They couldn't all fit oh, wow. into this particular it's segment crazy. of the Bizarre File. But it's, that, it's unbelievable. It's where we live, Reach. It's what we're in right now. By the way, thanks for letting me sit on the show. Today. Of course, it's really, it's an honor, to be honest. So, I'm, I'm sorry you're dead. Thank you. All right, so as we take a break, I want to give away a pair of passes to this event, which is tomorrow night. And it's a night at the drive-in. And I'll take caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR. Shankweiler's drive-in in Orfield, which is near Allentown. It'll be at 8.50. A little bit of a late night for a Wednesday night. But nonetheless, nonetheless, they're showing a couple of great movies. Hook and Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. They're basically the same movie. You get... No, they're not. Oh, you they're get not. a reserved spot for people per car. And it's courtesy of Amazon Studios, Michael B. Jordan's Outlier Society. 215-263-WMMR, caller number 20. You get it. And don't forget, if you don't win, you can visit nightatthedrivein.com to get first-come, first-served passes. Going to take a break and be right back. Make sure you stay close. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Steven Singer Jewelers has fast, free, and safe shipping. Whether celebrating life or just saying I love you, Steven Singer is there for you. IHateStevenSinger.com. Hey, you don't need a getaway to have a great getaway this summer. At Acme, you'll find everything you need to get into vacation mode right at home. Enjoy summer favorites all season long. From their famous USDA Lancaster brand choice beef and tender chicken to the tastiest summer fruits and vegetables. So fresh and delicious, you'll think you're on vacation. No matter what your grocery needs are this summer, Acme has you covered. Acme, your summer food headquarters. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. There's an interesting story that came out uh, last week. We didn't get a chance to touch on it, and uh, it it could lead to a discussion, but um, uh, Governor Cuomo in New York had uh, made a statement about uh, bars and restaurants and whether they could serve, you know, food and alcohol and so on. (laughs) Right. And the way he had made a statement, people had thought that chicken wings were not going to be 
considered oh. substantive oh. food. No, it wasn't yes. the case. Yes, I heard that. I heard chicken fingers though. Was it wings or chicken fingers? wings? Okay, is what they were talking about. And but if you look on the apparently on the state liquor authority's website, the it says that chicken wings do qualify as substantive food, <laughs> okay. but. The way he had said it, it sounded like he lumped it in with these were one of the things that chicken wings, because what he had said, to be a bar, you had to have food available, soup, sandwiches, et cetera, more than just hors d'oeuvres, chicken wings. You had to have some substantive food. The lowest level of substantive food were sandwiches. And people thought that chicken wings fell under the non-substantive food. You can't go there. Well, he didn't. Yeah, I, mean, I know. Yeah. I know. Yeah, but, but yeah, agreed. But, yes, yeah, and that, and that's uh, so. This is what causes the issue: is that you know, you, you need to be clear when yes. you're discussing chicken wings. Yes, because otherwise people get into a bit of an uproar over that. Oh, listen. So for a while, there was a discussion as to whether or not chicken wings were a meal. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or are they an hors d'oeuvre? They are <laughs> both. <laughs> They're both. They are both. Yeah, I agree. There are so many things that blur that line. Yes. There are so many things that I believe can instantly become a valid and, in fact, valuable meal. I agree. For dinner. I agree. That may not immediately come to mind. All right. Do you want to know one for me that I think becomes a legitimate dinner meal? Yes. Sour cream and onions and potato chips. What? <laughs> no. I, that's, I, a I, that's a I snack. I have eaten. That's not even a. That's I have, not even an that has all the food groups. You have. Oh my god! I have had and I have had a meal of of uh, uh, the onion dip. Well, and a chips. You get your starch. Absolutely. Your potato chips. You get your vegetables. Your onions. You're, you get the vegetables from <laughs> the onions. You get and dairy. And potatoes too. You get dairy from the sour cream. Yes, obviously. Now I realize that's a bit outlandish, protein, but you know maybe you're. But yes. you know what I'm talking about. Okay. At a certain point, if you to me. Anything qualifies as a meal if you could eat enough. If you eat enough of it, sure. But that's considered like a snack or an appetizer. Uh, I don't, but I mean still. Actually a snack, not even an appetizer. Let me ask you this. Nachos with like beef beef or or chicken in the the nacho. Meal. That's a meal. Well. Right? (laughs) Though most people. You can eat it as a meal, but more more often than not, it's a shared It's a shared plate. But that's. Operates I mean, we under need the our categories that then. you're sharing. Mm-hmm. So should we have appetizer, shared plate, meal? Is that how we, uh, how we can vote? No, uh, I don't. I think if you Dessert. were to sit there and eat it by yourself, would it qualify as a meal? Um, right. maybe. What about <laughs> buffalo chicken dip? <laughs> buffalo okay. chicken dip as a uh, meal. A good one. Does it have chicken in it? What are you? Yeah. Dip, what are you dipping in it? Uh, tortilla chips. Tortilla chips. That's your fruit. It, I mean, it can be. It's it can be. Yes, chicken. Yeah. I could call that. A, I could call that a meal. You have enough. I could of it too. As a meal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by the way, don't don't chintz and make it with canned chicken. Just you know, go buy some chicken breasts and cut them up. And, and one of the yeah, that is one of the greatest foods on earth. Mm-hmm. Buffalo chicken dip with with chicken in it. Yeah. Also, uh, canned chicken sounds like the most disgusting well, so, thing on the face of the earth. Kathy, in oh, you want the original, original try powdered chicken. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Kathy, original like. Buffalo chicken dip when it just really started to hit the uh, you know the the open market the mainstream the mainstream people would do and chintz with uh, canned chicken now I think people take their buffalo chicken dip serious a little more seriously yes as they come. should how about this a hummus plate yes that's a meal, meal? yes no I'm, I'm, I I, I, I understand I'm probably too liberal on this but I think okay I have made me a meal out of hummus oh me too I, I have made a meal out of hummus now listen. You have hummus, and then the things you're dipping the in it, like carrots or stuff yeah. like that. 
right? Yes, I've I've ordered a hummus plate, and then that was it, and that's what I that's what I had. Right. Uh, what about and, then I, and then ice cream? But it's not technically a meal. Yeah. Like you have to indicate to the server that's what I'm going to have for my meal. Because right. normally sure. they wouldn't think that. Yeah, you have to point that out. Yes. That this is going to be my my entree. I'm going to get the hummus plate. I'll yeah, just entree. bring this out with the rest of the entrees. Yeah. You can do that with charcuterie as well. That's a good litmus test too. By the way, if if you get if you get your your waiter or waitress to to go, oh really? Or like. Oh, but if, if the reaction is very, very well, okay. sir, mm-hmm. then they they're they're cool with it. But if yeah. they're aghast and they fall to their knees, and are you crazy? I, I do the full on charcuterie as a meal from yeah. time to time. Yeah. But I mean, it's got to include not just you know cheese and, and have meat crackers. It's got to have some meat in there, yeah. and, and and maybe some, some nuts, some some pickled things, and some nuts are good meat too. Meat nuts, meat nuts, meat and nuts. Oh, meat. Oh, and... that woman over there is really into nuts. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy, I like to get like the um, uh, black lava um, cashews. Oh right! Oh. The cashews, cashews, cashews. The cashews are delicious. When it comes to your charcuterie you plate, do you are you a fig man? Oh, uh, yes. Fig, uh, usually like a fig dip for the for the brie, not dip. Uh, a fig jam. Okay. Will yeah. you use charcuterie when you're actually figging? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> you know that sucks because like. Special occasions. I mean, it's not even used in figging, right? No, no. it's it's uh, um, ginger. Ginger. Shoved. That's weird, man. Right. It's like parking in a parkway and driving in a. No, the other way around. Okay. Parking in a driveway and driving in a parkway. It's just mm, there. You go. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so let me see. What else? What Willis? Have you sat down and had that? Has been your well, meal that is traditionally not a meal. One of the. Okay, so d- making the leap from from stuff, uh, we've talked about. Having cereal, but cereal can be a meal. So you're just displacing the time. If say we have it for dinner, yes, right. Breakfast for dinner is a different. Uh, thing. So a meal shifted out of time is totally appropriate. I think um, for for me, um, yes, hummus. Um, I know dips probably don't. Again, I I've made meals like, out of dips. Could you just sit down and eat a plate of pickles, and that's a meal? <laughs> no, no, probably not. That's right? Not no, no I, so I, I think we th- can all agree that that's not a, a meal. Pickle is more like um, it's yeah. an accompaniment. It's, right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about fondue? Yes. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes, that's a meal. That I've can ordered, be a meal. Like I've ordered that. Uh, there's a restaurant that has it on the appetizer list, but I've ha- like that's been it. That's French enough. fries. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's like a side. Yes. Uh, no French fries. Yeah. You have everything. You have your dairy. You have your. <laughs> no, Listen, you don't. Stop it. Yes, you do. If you what drink milk about? with it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> I used to eat French fries as dinner a lot of times at, at college because uh, the, the cafeteria just wasn't that great. But just know? French fries, not accompanied with anything. Just French fries. French fries with you know. <laughs> dipped in like blue cheese or something like that. <laughs> I think French fries solo. You're not. That's no meal. But French fries, you put something with them. You can you can get to meal status. Like you got to make a meal. What yeah. about if you use canned chicken? Oh, God, I don't e- mind. All right. Well, like uh, what about like cheese fries or pizza fries or something yeah. like that? Pizza that- fries. Now you're talking. Three total ingredients? Cheese so, fries? Yes. I'm in. Yeah, poutine okay. is straight up. That's a meal, man. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, is there any meat in poutine? Uh, there, no. It can be. Yeah, the poutine. Uh, no, not the, <laughs> the traditional poutine. one. But uh, cheese, cheese curds. Cheese curds. Okay. Yeah. I'll put some chicken on there. <laughs> I went to the poutine arena. <laughs> as long as you throw some sort of chicken on it, yeah. it becomes a meal. Wait a minute. There's a place called the poutinery? Yeah. It's called. It's something poutinery. It's like uh, Wayne Gretzky's poutinery. I, <laughs> I don't know. Some Canadian name, poutinery. Okay. Yeah. 
right. It was so funny because I had asked Celine the lady. Dion's poutinery. I was actually at Wayne Gretzky's uh, <laughs> v- uh, vineyard for lunch on a Saturday afternoon, and I asked. Get off my vineyard. I asked the, the waitress, hey, if I want to get, like, I want, like, real deal, like, Canadian poutine. And she was like, oh, you got to go to this place. And I thought it was like. You know, like a mom and pop sort of place. No, it was it was the McDonald's of poutinery. Wow, uh, okay. in Ontario, but it was good though. All right, Marissa. What about uh, mac and cheese for an adult? Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Be yep. a meal. Absolutely, uh, n- not a question. You know, um, yeah, yeah, mac and cheese. Uh, you have your dairy. <laughs> and cheese. I want to go to Anthony. Hi, Anthony. You're on the air. Good morning, Anthony. Are you there? Is your name even Anthony? It is Anthony. Oh, then you're on the air, Anthony. Oh, good morning. Hey, what's up, bud? Listening to your guys' conversation this morning, and you haven't really talked about noshing at all. Well, noshing is eating, right? I hear the term noshing, but is it is it more than just eating? What does noshing mean to you? So noshing is like you don't know what you're having for dinner that night, so you're just getting your fridge or your pantry, and you just go and say, oh, I got some dips, pickles, you know, beef jerky, anything like that. You throw it on a charcuterie board, and that's what you have for dinner. Okay. Yeah, then that's full-on eating a meal, I think, noshing. I, I, yeah, I, I think the classification of what what is a meal, I, I, to me, it's more volume Thanks, than, Anthony. right? So if you're not hungry afterwards, you just ate a meal. Like, to me, I know that I've made a meal out of popcorn. I've done that. <laughs> All right, well, what, really? Yes, I have. You've substituted a meal. Popcorn's not a meal. But when you say, but what is, so what what is a meal? Other foods. What about a popcorn ball? (laughs) What what qualifies as a meal? If somebody said, hey, did you have dinner? You'd say, yeah, I ate a bowl of popcorn. (laughs) Yeah. Or as opposed to, no, I'm not hungry, I just ate some popcorn. I I wouldn't say I already had dinner, you know what I mean? More than one ingredient gets you a meal. Like, and that's why, like, the the, the pizza fries qualifies because you've got your, your tomatoes. And your cheese and your fries, but with, with just a bowl of popcorn or just a jar of pickles, that's that's too simple to be qualified as a meal. I always spread canned chicken on my popcorn. <laughs> if you, all right, because I want to go back to pickles. By the way, if you made a pickle sandwich, then that, you, I would, that's, that's a, meal. a meal. You yeah. had a meal. That's a do, meal. What I if do. you made a popcorn sandwich? I do make pickle sandwiches from time to time. Right? And you know, what, Preston, what used to be a classic, a potato chip sandwich. Yeah. yeah. Yep, and, and we've we, added bread to that, and we've instantly now turned it into a, a sandwich becomes a meal. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you have to put pickles on that. I had lunch with somebody who, on and it was chip sandwich. Yeah, okay. chips, pickles, mustard, yeah. potato bread. Okay, sounds great. Equals wow. college. Wow. <laughs> uh, and this this Go isn't ahead. me. I had lunch with somebody who ate cake as their their meal, and so it was like, <laughs> this listen, isn't me. all, and it wasn't me. Uh, but, you know, let's say you give yourself, I don't know, 500 calories for lunch. And you're like, okay, well, my lunch today is going to be chocolate cake. Well, right. I think that's something along, like, that's not a meal, but you ate that so you're not hungry for a meal. You substitute. You've replaced it. a meal. However, yeah. if you say my meal was this, quite often I will have, if it's too late and I, I, I don't want to eat too much, I will have hers, thin pretzels, and iced tea. <laughs> And I, I eat actually very well. I do eat, and I'm, I'm I, you know, I, I have like more of a Mediterranean diet. But that I can, I can actually just tick off my hunger by eliminating it with that meal. Pretzels and iced tea. Um, I've told you guys, and we we do it a few times a year. We have uh, we have ice cream for dinner. I yeah, love it. we skip dinner and we go straight to you know one of now the a, a get... local ice cream. So is that an ice cream meal? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll say you know dessert for dinner. Yeah. So we'll go uh, we'll go you know to uh, Brewsters or something like that, and and uh, and that's what everybody... and that's dinner. And then <sighs> yeah. I disagree. I think dessert is not a meal. I think dessert is a is a post part of a meal. Yeah. Is dessert, dessert it's part in its of own a meal. category? I was yes. thinking about going on an ice cream cleanse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five days. Yeah, yeah. Five days straight. That's all you eat. That's at every single meal. I'm on place with ice cream. Um, I can do that. I'm good for that. Uh, Hang on a second. I'm going to go to Vanessa. Vanessa, good morning. Hey, sorry to bother you guys at work. It's okay. Did it? What's up? Well, I just want to come out in defense of popcorn. I guess. (laughs) I mean, people will sit down and they will eat a bowl of noodles. And, like, if you eat a bowl of noodles, you're just eating bread. And nobody, like, nobody questions it. It's like, well, there you go. You just ate a meal because you had some noodles. And now all of a sudden, you make it popcorn. You make it a little more fun. And people have this prejudice. And I think it's unfair. <laughs> Vanessa, you've just prejudice. introduced incontrovertible evidence that popcorn is a meal. And it's unfair. Yep. I agree. Yep, I right. agree with Vanessa 1,000%. Okay. Yes. All right. mm-hmm. uh, thank you, Vanessa. We appreciate that. <laughs> Stepping uh, up so for popcorn. Popcorn is a meal. Um, how about, cause we had mentioned, um, you mentioned the pickles. I'm trying to think of what else would just fit as no, that just does not qualify if you were to eat well, that. Well, if, if you were to just drink ketchup or something, that's, right. yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's not a meal. To me, they, imagine I, a bowl full of ketchup <laughs> just with a spoon. People do that. Well, you know, they used to be oh. the old, the old trick is that if you couldn't add you, water you, to yeah, it, you'd tomato make soup. tomato soup. My mom will eat uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich for dinner. So I don't want to say a That's lot. That's a meal. But but often. That's a meal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have um, no problem with that. But what about your standard? So chicken fingers could be a meal. Uh, mozzarella sticks could even be a meal. I think so. Potato skins. Mozzarella yeah. sticks is a meal? I don't know. That's why I'm throwing that out yeah. there. Who yeah. can eat enough mozzarella sticks to consider it to be a meal? Me. I know. I feel gross after just eating a couple of them. And I like, yeah, yeah. two. Yeah. Two that you will max. stop at two? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's weird, right? Just the whole fried nature of it? or mm, No, I just kind of get, I'm over it after two. Yeah. You know what, the, the fried food, uh, too much of it kills me every time is the uh, the Bloomin' Onion. I, like, a little bit of the Bloomin' Onion. It also I has love. the most calories. It's, I, you feel yourself getting fatter. It's like the Tommy Boy joke. I can actually hear myself getting fatter. They, they, there's something about a Bloomin' Onion that, like, when you see it on the menu, you're like, oh, that sounds pretty good. What? No. What's the calorie count on that? I it's think about it- Seriously, it's about like 2,000, 2,500, something yeah. like that for one of them. Yeah. But um, that's only if you eat it with a dip. If you eat it with that, that's <laughs> right, yeah. okay. Then you're, yeah, down, you're, you're only like at 1,400 calories. Then it's a vegetable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody said ice cream sandwich is a meal. It's in it's the name. It's a sandwich. Yeah. It's in well, the name. I mean, we had that ice cream sandwich in, in Epcot, and they made it with a brioche. I tend to think of anything that's more like a dessert as less, like I think uh, popcorn is, is substantive. You know, as oh, is shut it? pretzel oh, is it? That's that's it's a snack. That's healthy food as opposed to, uh, you know, uh, an ice cream sandwich. I mean, you can get full that's eating, just frivolous. You can get yeah. full eating paper. You know, like yeah. the, the, the the getting full does not qualify whether or not something's a meal. Steve, I got to take you down to Cape May and take you to this ice cream sandwich store. It's uh, all they sell in the store. Is yeah, like, but it's not like your standard. It's not a chip witch. It's right? like on rye. Uh, no, no, but, like, each, I mean, they have a whole bunch of different kinds. They have, like, a strawberry shortcake or a banana split wow. or, yeah. And so the bread part are, are different types of cookies, right? So you can get, like, a pretty standard, you know, chocolate cookie right. ice cream sandwich, but then they have, like, a shortbread. Oh, my God. That sounds good. Yeah. 
Uh, by the way, yeah, I do, I do want to know what you sit down and have as meal. And I don't want to hear like Franken food, like the the the, the potato chip sandwich and stuff yeah, like that. But yeah. I mean, what what non traditional thing if you sit down and that is your meal? I'm going to go to Bill. Hey, Bill. Good morning. Hey, how you doing, Preston? Hey, good. What's up, bud? All right, so jalapeno poppers, essentially. Homemade. Uh, homemade yeah. jalapeno poppers, and that's it, just eating that, and that's the meal. That was my meal last night. first yeah. time I ever did it. I thought it was awesome. <laughs> have you taken a dump yet today? <laughs> yeah. Yes, I have. Did it sting? <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate it. He reminds me, um, I have had Totino's pizza rolls as a meal. Yes. Okay. Yeah. You could absolutely do that. Oh, yeah. Make a plate of those. Dude, I've had, uh, pizza the, bagels. Pizza bagels. Absolutely. As a full meal. As a full meal. Yep. Listen, if you glue them together, it's a full pizza. Yeah, I agree. All right. Chips and guac. Yes. Yeah. I think so, too. Yeah, that could be it's a, a meal. full meal. You've got your yeah. dairy. No, it's not <laughs> the dairy. Uh, guac is... Um, Guac fruit is, is dense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's green, so it's healthy for you. Yeah, and actually, there's a fair amount of protein in, uh-huh. uh, in uh, av- avocado. There is. Yes. So, yeah, I, I'm going yes on that. Uh, let me go to, is it Bullwin or is it supposed to be Bullwinkle? <laughs> Bullwinkle. Bullwinkle. Hey, hey, Bullwinkle, what's up, bud? Uh, hi, Nana Puya, you crumbum bud. <laughs> <laughs> well done. Nana Puya to you. <laughs> uh, when I was a kid, uh, my mom used to buy the 28 pack of hot dogs okay. and we would go through and I would peel the skin off of every single one and save them. And then later in the week, just the skin of the hot dog would be my meal. Oh my God. That's well, gross. You were just eating hot dog skins. Is there someone in a pit in your basement right now? Cause that's, no. that's straight out of Buffalo, <laughs> Buffalo Bill. That's wow, man. I don't even. I don't think I could do that. It just seems disgusting. But and you would do that all the time. Yeah, every week I would have that would be one of my meals as a kid. That's your treat. Wow, interesting. Eating the skin off a hot dog. Thanks, man. Uh, yeah. Let me go to uh, Kevin. Hey, Kevin, you're on the air. Good morning, Ermagerd. Ermagerd, what's up, bud? Hey, you guys are talking about food you've had for the first time, or or food that you consider a meal. Yes, I had. I had cheese curds for the first time in my life this weekend on a six-hour road trip. I ate them at 8 in the morning, and I didn't eat anything for the rest of the day, and I fell asleep when I got home. <laughs> All right, so what is a f- what, fried, fried cheese curds? Is that yeah. what we're talking about? So w- w- I've never had them. Are they good? Yeah, they're like, they're like salty, crumbly. They're, they describe them, if they're good, they're Squeaky, they say up in upstate New York. Okay, they do a lot of they do a lot of weird things up there. They don't really make hot dog lampshades, but I mean they, <laughs> you know, it, it was really interesting and it was beyond <laughs> reason how filled up I was when I was done eating them. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like little mini mozzarella Thanks, sticks almost. Is but, it? Uh, yeah, and press. You go to Freddy's; they have cheese curds on the uh, menu. Freddy uh, Hill Farms? No, Freddy's. What's Freddy's? Oh, uh, it's a, like yeah, a, it's a chain. It's fast food restaurant. It's a oh. burger joint. That's right. So Let me ask you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let me ask you this one. And this is a standard. I think we've actually talked about this before. Have you ever just made a meal of the bread that a restaurant offers? No. Not a meal, but I have gotten full to where I've ruined yeah. my meal. Yeah, ordered a meal okay. and didn't eat it. Yeah, All right. So we used to go uh, a meal Hill. deferred. 
They used to always give us that uh, the focaccia oh bread, and we God. would just devour that before the food even came. And I we'd freaking be love that. Half filled. <laughs> I uh, found out the uh, I guess the hard way when you go to get like uh, all you can eat crab legs. You know, you do like all you can eat snow crab legs, yeah. and then they give you a big bowl of pasta. With the you know, and that's so you don't need as much crab legs. And I, I was like, oh, I love spaghetti. So I was just going to town on the spaghetti. So clearly, and I basically spent twenty dollars yeah. for a bowl of spaghetti. The more expensive item is <laughs> yes. the crab, and yeah. you're filling up. Oh, styrofoam slices is you know ten cents a box. Yeah. Look, sir, would you like some styrofoam covered in chocolate? You know, and Ooh, by the way, that's great. I'm done with um, like uh, like Mother's Day brunches. For and because you end up spending like forty bucks a head, and you mm-hmm. eat like one pancake and a couple of pieces of bacon, and then then you're full, and you always think that you're going to eat more. But so, what are you going to do instead? I'm not going to do that. I'll okay. just do like a regular, like a regular restaurant, yeah, like a okay, regular so restaurant. Yeah. Okay. Right. Well, you you had to you, you made the declaration. Now you have to stick to it. Oh, yeah. Well. Uh, let me see. What is a meal? What do you consider a meal that normally is not? I'm going to go to Matthew. Matthew, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Hey, Preston. You, yeah. you know, you see that tree? That's yeah. not a real tree. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Matthew. I don't. You guys probably don't know what that is, do you? No. Oh, uh, it was. Uh, never mind. It's, it's stupid. <laughs> anyway, what's up, I Matthew? I remembered. All right, I got, I got a meal suggestion, and then I got a question. All yeah. right. Um, we're we're talking about somebody who will who will take the time to make tuna fish, and then be too lazy to put it on a sandwich and eat it out the bowl with Ritz crackers. Well, how could you or, call or that lazy? It, they're they're actually they're. All right, they're they're doing more work. How could you say that they're lazy? Yeah, but you can't make the whole sandwich. You know, it's like you take the time to do the stuff and not make the sandwich. It, well, to Casey's point, it's actually more work because you're applying the tuna to each little separate cracker. Yeah, and I do that. Gotcha. All right, but All right, I, well, I, about, I go ahead. Here's a question: What about nachos? Do nachos count as a meal? Yeah, we said that earlier. Yeah, especially if I'll you miss get that part. Okay. Yeah, if you I get like some ground beef on there or, or or chicken or something like that, that's definitely me, that's a, a full down. Meal. That can be a full meal, absolutely. Yeah, you got your dairy. Well, um, <laughs> I used to do the Ritz cracker thing though with tuna. Me too. Mm-hmm. I, if you can do that, uh, listen. A, to me, a cheese platter can be a full meal. Yeah. For a minute, a I cheese thought, platter can easily be a full meal. I thought it was healthier than the two slices of bread, but mm, in reality, I don't <laughs> think it is. No, probably <laughs> not. Uh, I'm going to go to Mike. Mike, good morning. Hey guys, sorry to bother you at work. No, it's good. What's up, buddy? Uh, so I used to work at uh, Red Robin, and there were many times where my meal shift would just be their onion rings. Their onion rings are kick-ass. Are they? Yeah, the, uh, Red Robin. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah, that would be my meal many I, times. I, I give Thanks, you special Mike. dispensation. Yeah. There was there was a place I used to work at, a restaurant I used to work at, and the way that they would make onion rings is un, unlike any place I've ever seen. If you, if you know of a place that does this, let me know. So they take all the onions. They wouldn't make onion rings, per se. They would mix the onions into the batter. They would fill up, you know, the um, the fryer basket, uh-huh. fill it all the way up with this thing, fry it, and then they dump it out. And it came out in this big cube. Wow! What? And you just kind of pick at it with a fork. Okay, so good, so like would, an onion cube. Yeah, it was like a big onion ring, onion and batter. Whoa. cube! That sounds amazing. In in the shape of the uh, of the batter of the uh, fryer basket. So it's kind of like a blooming onion, like in yeah, concept, yeah, but, yeah. Okay, all right, it's yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's an onion cube. Onion yeah. cube. I have, um, you know, back in my drinking days, I have gone to barbecues and not had one ounce of food because I'm, I've been drinking beer. And the beer would basically, all, whatever sort of carbs, yeast, or whatever is in the beer would, for me, count as the meal. That's your, okay. Mm-hmm. Drink your meal. 
Yeah. <laughs> I've listened. I know people who have absolutely done that. I would have to. If I ever went to a place like that, like a barbecue or something, I would have to make sure that I ate first. Because once you start drinking, it's like, eh, I don't really feel like eating now. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody says egg rolls are 100% a meal. I think so. Yeah. I, I, I think that. there. I think now there are more egg roll options than ever. I've just ate dumplings before. Oh, yes, I have as well. And that's, my, my that's mother, the meal. Now, my mother used to make um, southern dumplings, you know, the, 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 the breaded fried dumplings. Yeah, yeah, like uh, chicken and dumplings? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. There's they're no really difference good. between dumplings and potstickers, right? The same. I think they're the same, same thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So. And the pierogies are only a slight difference. There are a lot of things on the uh, on the Chinese restaurant. Like, just give me the poo-poo platter, and I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Casey, we had a uh, pierogi place come in one time. I, uh, maybe you remember, but there was some place in the Northeast, and they, those were the best pierogies I've ever had. Easily. Do you remember what it was called? I don't. Okay. Pierogi schmogi. No, <laughs> no. But um, I think it begins with a K, and it's some uh, Polish name anyway. What are those things? That, um, Pixar made a movie out of it where the lady, uh, she makes the- Those are dumplings. Those are dumplings? Or pot stickers, yes. I know what you're talking about. Oh, but, yeah. Okay, okay, go ahead. The short. Well, yeah, the short, but those are, they're, they're, they were more ball-like, and dumplings, I thought, were more, like, kind of in the shape of a pierogi, but not really. Bread balls. It was Bread a cartoon. Balls. I know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think, it, it, Nick, is it called bow? It's called bow, and uh, and uh, the dumpling gets eaten. So, <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's a cartoon. <laughs> yeah, you could tell it was a cartoon. Yeah. All right, here you go. Question about meal. I'm going to go to Ken. Hey, Ken, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Ken. What What's your question? What What meal? Would you consider scoops of peanut butter straight out of the jar, <laughs> spoon or not? I, I think no. so. No. I think so. No. no, it's a spoon with peanut butter on it. It's not a well, meal. Well, the spoon? <laughs> no. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm an exterminator, so I'm in the truck a lot, driving around. A lot of times I can't stop for a meal. I'll be walking around, minding my own business, and out of nowhere, ah, bee! So you will just, you, you'll sit there as a meal uh, with, a, with a spoon and a jar of peanut butter. That's, that's what I do. It's just easy. Hey, could you, could you put it on, on, on a cracker? Could you, if you had a cracker, you'd have a full meal. Yeah, say I, I try to watch my waistline. I go gluten free. Okay, <laughs> all right, man. Crackers. Listen, it's enough Thanks, for a meal God. for sure. I love peanut oh, butter calorically, definitely. Yeah. And uh, it, you could, yes, you could live off of it, mm-hmm. definitely. But that's that's too much sweet for one sitting. For the peanut person. butter on fruit on a banana. Yeah. Yeah, that's a meal. That's good, too. You got your dairy? Peanut butter nanner. <laughs> so some people are taking offense to me pierogi, uh, comparing pierogies to potstickers, and, and I'm, they're, they're... No, in, you weren't. They're in the same family. They're, they're cousins. Wait, they're you, said, you said a dumpling and a potsticker. The dumpling and potstickers are pretty much the same. Pierogies are completely different. They're pierogies your cousins are, from Poland. They're the, they're the, yeah, they're the Polish cousins. Yeah. And they're potato-based, right? They can be. I well, think the yeah. filling is. Yeah, the filling yeah. can is usually potato-based, but I think it can be a whole bunch of different things. Um, and then I, I, maybe this is the place. Is somebody brought it up on Instagram or on Twitter, the, the pierogi kitchen. The pierogi kitchen. Homemade and hand-pinched pierogies. And then there's one, Casey, called, it begins with C-Z-E-W, I think, Chews or something like that. Maybe that was the one that came in before. But, maybe. Uh, chewers, ch- chevs, I'm sorry. Oh, here's one. Pasta salad. Yes! Absolutely. Yes. Pasta. Pasta. That's, that's, that, there's no question about pasta salad being a meal. Yeah. How about potato salad? Yeah. No, I have, no. I macaroni had, salad, yes. I have had potato salad just as a meal before. Absolutely. My mom makes a badass really? southern potato salad. And, dude, <sighs> Steve, I'm kidding you not, like, I mean, a full, just gigantic plate 
that I've has done that. been my meal before. I've done that with macaroni salad. How about coleslaw? Now I'm thinking no. about all the side dishes. No? No. It, that's, that's just crazy. You can't eat enough of coleslaw for it to be a meal. Yes. You, no, you can't. I could. You could. Absolutely. I can couldn't. you sprinkle popcorn on it? <laughs> yes. No. Uh, I coleslaw? Can, I, I don't know. I can make coleslaw a meal. Okay. And in fact, I'm sorry to, to, to jump in here. Uh, there's a place, a, a burger joint, uh, Steak and Shake, that I grew up with. And they would say, if you ordered coleslaw yeah. with your burger, they would actually bring it to you first. Oh. In a little bowl, as if you are supposed to have this ahead of time in, oh. in its own separate meal category. I've Interesting. A, I've eaten a lot of things as meals that I'm not proud of, but uh, I would say one of the worst is uh, I have on more than one occasion, road especially, trip. no, God, no, 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 especially if I'm on the road, right? Yeah. And I, and I just, you know, I, I need to eat on the run. I have made a meal out of a... Um, a large Slim Jim. They have thick Slim Jims, right. uh, the Tabasco version, right. and the jalapeno cheese pretzel at Wawa. Okay. That has been a straight That's not up, bad. No, That's right? That's not bad. It's got everything you need, yeah. right? It's got your dairy. It's got your dairy. <laughs> it's that, got your meat. Is that out of necessity or That's, preference? Uh, well, it's convenience and preference. I love I, the way they taste. Uh, here's how it works. The things that you like to do like that, you make sure that the situation dictates necessity but it's not really necessity you fl- you've backed your purposely backed yourself into a corner like i don't have enough time i'm going to have my hearst thin pretzels and and an yeah. iced tea yeah. because that's the only thing i can eat right now yep. you know, and it's and that's how you con yourself into, into having these quote unquote meals all right here's some uh here, here's some texts that are coming in that marissa some notable texts slim jims and cheese cubes how about pigs in a blanket a full on meal i've seen a couple of texts of those and cheese cubes uh cheese cubes yeah okay uh, hard-boiled egg yeah. as, as oh, your yeah. meal. Yeah, just, that, that works. Just um, an egg, yep. I've, just I've, one? Well. A dozen. Nothing else. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like no, two. Nothing else other than, than a hard-boiled egg. So maybe two. I would yeah. have for, for God, a couple, over a year I've been eating that for breakfast every day, two hard-boiled eggs. Uh, apple and peanut butter, a meal. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spinach and artichoke dip. Yes. But you need like some uh, some, some bagel bre- chips, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. some bagel chips, some some, uh, no. some devil's yeah. food no. cake. No, uh, egg roll and wonton soup. Absolutely, that can be a meal. Born of a bowl of corn or a couple of ears of corn <laughs> equals equals a meal. What? A bowl no. of corn. A bowl of corn. No, I'm going no on that. No. Oh, corn. I, I would like a bowl of corn, please. <laughs> Have you, you, you want just ever, a bowl of corn? Yes, please. Has anyone here ever eaten just corn? Uh, yes, probably. I would like a bowl of corn. But love, not a bowl. I've, I've eaten like a few ears of corn. The corn that comes out this time of year is so mm-hmm. damn good. I like May I have a carafe of corn, please? <laughs> what were you saying, Nick? I like it when it's hand-shucked. Yes. Mmm. <laughs> Uh, this one says, every single time I go to Iron Hill, I have a cheesesteak, egg rolls, and banana bread pudding. Full meal. All right. Well, That's sure. all you need. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I have, uh, do you guys like those little pretzel chips? Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. I will make a meal out of pretzel chips and hummus. Yeah. Uh, all right. Yeah. yeah, totally. You can make nachos out of them, too. When we go. The pretzel chips? You no. can make a splint out yes, of them, Yes, you can. Too. No, you can't make a splint. It would no, you can't. No, whenever nachos we... have to have nacho chips in order no. to be nachos. No. Yes. No. And what are you saying? I'm saying that you can make nachos out of pretzel chips. No. And Casey's disagreeing with me. Because but, but nachos, they wouldn't, nacho nachos. Chi- they wouldn't be nachos. They wouldn't be nachos. It's going to be nachos. It's cool. be chip-os. You're yeah. both wrong, but it's fine. No, it'd no. be pretzelos. <laughs> I'm going to back up Nick on this. What? No. You yeah. can't. It's nacho chips. It's nacho 
Oh, no, maybe it's not. It's the chia chips. <laughs> chia chips. Okay. It's I've, I've come around on it. I've come around on it. It's not your they're, cheese. They're not just I see your point. I stand corrected. You got way up high. Yes. Yes. On the top, you increased the summit of the mountain. Nick's been on that side all morning. He started with Robin Hood, and he was totally right on Robin Hood. I shouldn't yeah. doubt yeah. you anymore, Nick. Two for two. Robin Hood and nachos. I'm all right. I can go home. I forgot what I was going to mention. Oh, when, uh, when we go to P.F. Chang's, Rochelle and I will order exclusively all appetizers. Okay, oh, yeah. we the will fill wraps. up the table with appetizers, and that is our meal. So there you go. That's it. It's and that's tapas, right? Sort of a tapas. Tapas, agreed. Absolutely. Can you agreed. just have tapas? Is there a thing that is just tapas? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. What's what is tapas? Tapas? Uh, tapas are small plates. Right. Okay. So the, can the, you eat those plates? No, you can't eat the plates, but you can order. There are some restaurants like the candy that, are, man. that are exclusively tapas restaurants. So the um, Amada. Jose Garces. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Amada. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Hang on, this guy's been on hold for a long time. Joe has lived in Canada. He lives in Buffalo. Wants to weigh in on wings and poutine. Hey, uh, Joe, good morning. Morning, guys. You guys rock. Thanks. Oh! I appreciate it. All right, so what do you want to share with us? So just in regards to the news, right, like with the wings and, and Cuomo coming out and saying that wings were not a meal, like a lot of people in Buffalo were, were pretty pissed off at that when it, first, when it was first brought right, up. Right, right. But obviously now, you know, he stated, well, yeah, it doesn't count because, well, yeah, people in Buffalo get it for meals all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, and they were sort of incensed, but they, I think he's since walked that back, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. I'm making dinner over yeah. here. Joe, <laughs> Joe Bell bought me uh, quite some chips. Onion dip anyway, go chips. ahead. And go, going all the way back to Casey's point early in the conversation about poutines, there's there's like two big poutine shops. Uh, one of them I know is Smokes Poutine. Uh, I lived out in Halifax, and you could easily have that stuff as a meal because you can put almost whatever you want on it, from, like, ground beef to chicken to veggies. Right. Uh, I've, I've seen it done. So there's all kinds of stuff that, that you can throw on poutine. What are the two, the two popular places? Uh, one is Smokes Poutine, and the other one, um, it's escaping me right now. I okay. Yeah, I'm it. trying to look it up right, right. now. I can't read. Uh, oh, yeah, that's it. Uh, that's the one I went to. I went to Smokes Poutinery. Yeah. So, and then there's yeah, Thorough Good Marshall's Poutine. <laughs> 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 All right, Joe. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, thanks, guys. Have a good one. Take yeah. care. We'll see I'm you later. sorry. Sour okay. cream and onion dip. And chips. That is a full dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Hell of a good. I got to disagree on that one. It is a full dinner. Okay. But listen, we we all can't agree. On, no, and that's on what this, makes the world beautiful. This issue, but uh, nonetheless, yeah. it's okay to order things that aren't considered straight up a meal and have it as your meal if yes. you want to. It's you, you, you do you. To quote Regis Philbin, you do you. You do you. Yeah, that's Just right. don't count on a full life. Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. All right. You're going to die from your poutine poisoning. Listen, we got to take a break because we're going to talk to Deuces Rogers. There's a lot of sports news, and uh, Deuces knows it all. So we're going to come back with that in just a moment. Make sure that you're with him, I should say, in just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. And also, new word of the week prize. It's all liquor-based. We'll tell you about that in a little bit. Stay with us. Why do you ask? Cage the elephant. Larkin Poe. Rival sons. We move through the world shooting stars across the sky. New music.
music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. The schedule to have deuces on, is he uh, going to You know, he called us? like 10 minutes ago, and uh, we said to call back because we were running a little late, so oh. I just texted him, and he should be calling us any All second. Right. All right, we'll see if he gets in. Uh, while we are awaiting that call, because there's a lot in the world of uh, sports going on, um, watch an episode of Unsolved Mysteries. Oh, oh me too. Yesterday. On Netflix? <clears throat> yeah. It's a good series. Yeah. The first one? I, I, I like the original more, but I do like this. I like yeah. this approach. Uh, but there's something interesting that was pointed out. Uh, some people find that the theme song to the show is disturbing to them. Oh, really? I didn't. I didn't even notice it. Uh, I did because it's the same as the original. Okay. As the original. It's this little uh, piano tune thing. I never had a problem with it. I always liked it. One person wrote, "Addicted to unsolved mysteries," <laughs> minus the fact that the theme song makes me want to vomit <laughs> and die simultaneously. Wow, that's not a raid. Another one wrote, me when the childhood trauma is reactivated by hearing the theme tune to Unsolved Mysteries. The original was with Robert Stack, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he was the host. Uh, very, you know, that very serious Robert Stack uh, delivery that he had. But I kind of, I find that, that that little theme music to be... Hmm. Um, uh, kind of nostalgic. And I, cool. So do I. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Marissa, I know we're going to talk to Deuces now, but why don't you pull that up and maybe we'll play that a little Deuces bit. Deuces, he was actually watching an episode at home and it made it vomit. That's why he couldn't oh, call in earlier. He was a little bit late, yeah. so it's Unsolved Mysteries. Uh, a lot going on in the world of sports, specifically Philadelphia sports. Uh, all eyes on on the Phillies and the Marlins and the COVID thing. And, oh, my God, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but besides that, um, exhibition hockey today yes. with the Flyers getting underway and Sixers and Eagles, it's all trying to happen. So let's welcome our good friend. He's going to make move us closer to his world. Yes. <laughs> Deuces Rogers Yay! and 6 ABC. Hey, Deuces. Hey, guys, how are you? We're good. How you doing, my man? Doing good. Before I, before I get started, Matt Rovine says hello. Oh! Yay! Say hi to his eyebrows. Yeah, tell yeah. his eyebrows we said hi. Deuces, do you ever take your uh, shoes yeah. off and go running barefoot through his eyebrows? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's tremendous. It was, a, it was a punchline for years here on the show, Deuces. Um, all right, so let's let's begin, Deuces, with um, with the Phils, the Marlins. The Marlins are they're still they're still here. They're quarantining here in Philly, right? Yeah, yeah, they pretty much got the cooties to so stay up in um, yeah. back in grade school. Um, it, it's it's amazing. We we got what three or four days through the season, and <laughs> and this is what every every sports league was afraid of. Um, although the commissioner Rob Manfred was on MLB Network last night, he said this is not a nightmare scenario. Um, I, I think it is. You know, you get one team that I think it's right now it's up to 13 members of the organization, uh, at least 11 players. So that's like a third of their roster tested positive. Um, so they, they canceled last night's game. They canceled. Um, they haven't canceled tonight's Phillies Yankees game yet, but um, that's likely to happen. Um, the Marlins game yesterday you know, against Baltimore and Miami that was canceled. Their game again tonight was canceled. So this is a big problem. Did they put into the um... Uh, provisions that that in in a, a scenario where like an entire team might have to fold from the season and has that you know what do you do? So uh, they have not told us that yet, um, but they they do have what they call expanded rosters, and you know so instead of the normal twenty four man roster, they've got a, a, a forty man roster. Then they have have a separate pool of players. You know, right now this year they don't have a minor league 
there's no triple A or double A, but they've kept the group of players at their at their facilities that are still working that they can pull from. Yeah, Deuces, uh, we, we, works- we found out this morning that Preston and I are on the Marlins roster as well. Yep. We had no idea. <laughs> yep. Well, you're, you're, you're probably right because yep. a friend of mine works in Miami and he told me that immediately they were calling up guys off the street asking, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so they knew that they were going to have a problem just, you know, just filling out their team. Right. Um, it's bad. Deuces, I believe that Major League Baseball was the first to even talk about a hub city and possibly a bubble, and then they ended up not doing it, and some of the other sports uh, sports teams did. Why did baseball end up not doing that? I think a lot of it was the players didn't want didn't want that. Um, a lot of players did not want that. Yeah, they talked about you know, either being in Florida or in Arizona. Um, a lot of those two states have um, tons and tons of minor league uh, facilities that could house a Major League Baseball team, but the players didn't want it. Uh, you saw MLS though went bubble, um, NBA went bubble, hockey's going bubble. Um, they've gone pretty well. MLS though, they at the beginning of their MLS back tournaments, they had um, two teams that had to get sent home, um, so it didn't work completely. The thing with the bubble, the bubble can work if you trust the players to stay in the bubble. Right. Um, the NBA's already had a couple players who snuck out. Like uh, Lou Williams, who went to the strip club for oh. wings. <laughs> no, no, yeah, he just went to the wings. Come on, he now. just yeah. went for wings. Yeah. They just happened that they, the the best place in town was a strip club. Right. By the way, those wings that he went for, they're actually named after him. So, uh, yeah. Well, um, he he walked in and goes, "What's with, what's with all the naked women here?" <laughs> just want wings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was just for the naked wings. He was like, "What's up?" <laughs> Can a guy get wings without having to look at naked women? <laughs> but but it is to Kathy's point that, that yeah that it seemed to be that this that has the most potential of of working if everyone you know at least you have a bit more control over that you know the the, the bubble and here you have a perfect example of there you know, going out to dinner and, and socializing and and being a, a little less cautious and, and here you have this so uh, what what's your take on how things progress let's say the whole team goes down to Preston's point. How do they? How do they proceed? Do they? You know, will they take them out of the roster and proceed with the remaining teams? I I, I think you would. I, I don't know how you can make it equitable. If, yeah. Let's say you know. Let's say it's, you know. Again, half their teams, are, half their players are out, and they've got a quarantine for a certain number of days. You know, now are they only playing? You know, forty-five games while everybody else is playing sixty. You know, how are you supposed to measure? Well, listen, the Marlins are going to make the playoffs anyway, so I guess it really doesn't matter. Right, right. On the rotation, but yeah, that's it's a great point. I don't know how you do it. I, I got to tell you, I I'm fifty-fifty whether this Major League Baseball season is going to get done. Yeah. Like in terms of like, I'm fifty-fifty in terms of if they'll get the sixty games they were trying to get in. Now they may do a, a, a situation where all right, the Marlins. You guys have a problem. Let's shut it all down, and then come back, and then end up playing like forty-five games. They might do that, but there's I I'm on the fence whether we're going to get a full sixty games this season. So much of it is like everything else. It's it's starting and stopping, and it's being fluid and trying to figure out what works and what doesn't work. But I, I have been impressed, Deuces, by what the NHL has been able to do. I believe there's only been two positive cases. Right. Of, of any NHL players since the beginning of camp, which is great. And then uh, they are isolating in two Canadian cities. Uh, the Flyers have an exhibition game today, and then they start their quote-unquote regular season again on Sunday. So, um, you know, it, it's these things can, in theory, be done and be done effectively. You just have to figure out what those are. And the, and, and the leagues uh, and the players and everything that goes along with the leagues and the players are trying are still trying to do that. Right, right. Maybe it's ice. Maybe ice controls this, this virus. That's what it is. But, yeah, but 
But to what you guys said earlier, it, it's, the, it's about being responsible. You know what I mean? Um, so if you're in a bubble or, if, like, Major League Baseball, you're not in a bubble and you're in another city, do you just order room service or do you go out and walk around South Street? You know what I mean? Like, you know, it's just you got to be smart. But all it takes is it's, – it's, think of it like a, like a pyramid. And, and these guys are all at the bottom. You know what I mean? And if somebody – or Jenga. I should say Jenga. Yeah. You pull one piece out, the whole thing can crumble. And I don't know that every single player and coach um, and staff member realizes that, and and they can basically screw it up for everybody. Well, ultimately, here's the deal: you know, they're they're they're, they're athletes; they're in good shape, so on and so forth. We'll see how how it plays out and who gets it and, and who goes full bore. But if you want to make this thing work, you take every precaution, and that's that's what mm-hmm. it's 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 about. And I mean, when you even have the, the word is like so the the, the refs in in uh, I guess uh, you know in, uh, the, the, in in the various sports are going to have they're using whistles. The whistles are going to be in in baggies to keep the uh, the spray from going. So they're taking every precaution. If if you just do that, play the sport, let let that happen and move forward because people are enjoying it. It's it's you need this return. You can't. The notion of going too long without sports is is ridiculous. I mean, I, I think it's what it helps people get through. It gives the Preston was just talking about watching, you know, the the the, the baseball and, and enjoying it to it to a level. It's modified. It's not the same, but it does it does make a difference. So, by hook or crook, they got to find a way to make it work. Yeah, yeah. For for my for my livelihood, just for you, deuces, they have to do it. <laughs> yeah, I um. Trust me, I, I was beating the, the drum as loud as everybody about getting sports back. And, um, you know, obviously you want to do it safely. Um, but, yeah, in terms of psyche for our, for our nation right now to have something to watch, yeah. And there are there are jobs connected to it. Granted, when they don't have the fans in the stadium, um, a lot of those jobs, you know, have been, you know, eliminated in terms of the, you know, the ushers and the, the vendors and things like that. But it'd be a huge boost for, you know, there's a lot of people out of work right now. And the yes. force is able to come back in some form. And eventually, with, with with like I said, with fans and you know, it'll you know, just the TV production guys that you know, it's it's so connected um, to our economy. You know, all these sports leagues. I am, uh, you know, with what happened with uh, the Marlins here in Philadelphia, it, it freaked me out more so that uh, this is going to have a major effect on football. I've been waiting for football and wanting you know football to come back and. I don't know what the what the NFL has done as far as what the, what their guidelines are. Did they uh, event? Because I know the players were pretty outspoken about it mm, just about a week ago, and uh, I I don't know what their guidelines are. Have, do you have any idea? Yeah. So um, so it took a while. They finally agreed on how the structure of training camp was going to go, and um, essentially they're they're barely going to be doing stuff on the field. Um, the guys have been reporting the last couple of days. Uh, they need to have two negative uh, COVID nineteen tests before they're even allowed in the building. Mask, temperature checks every time they get in the building. Once once that happens, but it'll probably be won't be until next week that they'll be on the field. Um, but it's going to be just like walkthroughs. Guys are going to be you know several feet apart. They probably will only have a couple of you know like full pad practices, and that'll be later on in August. Um, Football is really difficult because usually in training camp you've got 90 guys um you know, 90 players and you know on top of that you know you've got dozens of staff members and the locker room is just this is one big space like when we go in there to interview them i can barely move i mean it's it's it's, it's amazing and but you, you know, can, how many people you, they fit in the- you can expand that that's what kills me is that you you know you can find a way to to, to spread them out further like on, on yeah. the field 
what do you think of the of the new the new the new masks, the new the new helmets, and and the, the you know the stuff that they're playing with? Do you do you approve or is it is it ridiculous? What do you think? I, you know what? If, 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 if there's so much unknown with this virus, I, I'm like throw anything at the wall you can. You know, I mean, if you got to put these guys in, you know, you got to wrap them in duct tape if you have to. You know, if, if that's the way to keep them safe. I mean, there, there, um, there's there's ahead. there's a lot more known. I was wondering, do you think at any point in the consideration for all of this, did they ever consider flag football? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'd watch it. I tell you this, I would I would watch it if they had some guys out there. Um, that's probably the probably easiest uh, way to keep it socially distant. One thing I will say, and, and this is me being a little probably um, not naive, but the NFL has more money than than anybody. <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah. like they, they they might find a, they might find a vaccine before the government. And they might sell it to the government. You know what I mean? Like, and I, I just have a funny feeling the NFL is gonna you know gonna find a way you know they've got you know gazillions of dollars in their war chest they they've already talked about retrofitting the beer fen- the beer vendors for uh, vaccine vendors so that'll be uh you know uh, that'll be <laughs> when you're at the stage no I, I agree there's 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 so much there to be made and when you talked about earlier about the peripheral the 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 people around stadiums and the vendors and the people who do all the sort all the peripheral things that aren't the the, the athletes who who are just desperately waiting to get their jobs back and get back to work, you know that's the precarious thing. So each step in the right direction is good, but you want to make sure people are safe, and that's the 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 the, the tightrope that everyone's walking. Yeah, correct. It's things you don't even think about, like the hotels. Yeah, you know, think about mm-hmm. when you uh, an, uh, an Eagles road game. You know what I mean? Like how many you know people, how many fans flood that city? You know. Going to the hotels, going to their bars, going to their restaurants, injecting money in that economy, and vice versa when, when teams are coming in town here. Uh, there's just so many jobs that we don't even realize that, that's affected by the slowdown in, uh, in sports. I, I hope, I hope, I hope it comes back, and but it's done safely. Flyers have exhibition hockey uh, today against uh, the Penguins, and, and uh, it'll be interesting because, we, we I mean, you know, without <laughs> – Without it, it's like we're starting a whole new season over. It seems like, and and without like preseason or games leading up to playoffs and so on, it seems like. Does anybody have any inclination as to you know? There's usually people picking what team's going to be making it to the finals or how far they're going to get. Does anybody know anything at this point, Deuces? It's it's like it's going to be it's a crapshoot. It really yeah. is a crapshoot. And I, I say the, the team out of every team across every professional sports league that got affected the most by this shutdown is the Flyers. I mean, they were the hottest team to hockey yep. when, when this thing, when this thing went down. And, and I mean, like you really felt like this could be the year and I'm like, I, I'm so mad about it. Um, I, but, but you know, they're, they're coming back they're, you know, the first you know real game back in part of that round robin tournament's coming up this weekend. AV had an um, interesting quote yesterday. Um, they, they've already made the playoffs. It's, this round robin tournament to determine, you know, seeding one through four. And he was kind of saying, you, you've got to balance whether he's going to use these games in this round robin tournament to um, get his team's legs back and, you know, work some kinks out, or is he really just going to go full bore and try to get, you know, the top seed? Um, and as we know in hockey, you don't have to have the top seed in hockey. I mean, you, just, you know, you get a hot goalie. Yeah. Um, you know, so – it's he's got an interesting balance balance to do, but in terms of which team will win, it'll be probably the team that again that gets their legs back the quickest. And yep. I think it was um, kind of been Kevin Hayes that said this last week. Um, it's one thing in in practice, 
And even in these exhibition games, but until the puck drops for real, you really have no idea where you yeah. are. Well, here's my prediction. We win the Super Bowl, we win the Stanley Cup, and we win the World <laughs> Series. So that from years from now, everyone will go, yeah, but that was the COVID thing. That was really, it, it doesn't really count. It doesn't really matter. So, you know, mm-hmm. that, that would be just, just our luck. I wanted to ask you, because I saw the, a picture of uh, Carson Wentz. Uh, looking a lot bulkier and a lot bigger. Yeah. Is is that uh, COVID Cheetos weight, or is it has he been packing on muscles? <laughs> Dad weight. It's it's funny. I know it's the same thing. Um, the Eagles put out a video yesterday of Carson, you know, going in, walking into the facility, and I was like, I'm like, is this my internet connection? Like, kind of fuzzy. I mean, he looks swole up. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing he probably tried to get his body a little, you know, bigger to you know avoid the injuries and stuff like that. Not like the COVID nineteen I put on since I've been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he does look bigger. Yeah. All right. Hey, uh, Deuces, I want to ask about you. Speaking of you, uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, Cecily Tynan took you out water skiing, <laughs> and watched the video, and you had a tough time with it. Listen, and you had never done it before, right? I tried once before about twenty years ago. Okay. And I never, never got up. Never, never. I never hadn't tried since. All right, I, I used to, as a kid, my family and I, we had a boat. We used to go water skiing all the time. And then I hadn't done it in decades. And then a few years back, Casey and I went out on the uh, the Delaware, and we went wakeboarding. And I went, it took me, you know, a good eight, ten times before I eventually got back up. But what I realized, Deuce, is when I went to go get back in my car and drive away, <laughs> and I couldn't even grip yeah, yeah, yeah. the steering wheel <laughs> to drive home because of how much that ripped my body apart. How how were you feeling after that day of water skiing? I was dying. In fact, bless Cecily's heart. I don't know if it was a joke or not. She sent me the biggest. Uh, container of extra strength Tylenol I've never seen. <laughs> <laughs> like, like double Costco size, and I was popping those things like skills. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I was I was sore that day, which is you know usually when you work out and you're like ah oh, soreness is you know 24 36 hours later it hits. I mean it was instantaneous, yeah. and we were in South Jersey. It took me about an hour to get home. And I got home, and I couldn't, I couldn't get out of the house. <laughs> my, my, my wife and kids were, I mean, they were killing me. And then I had, and I don't know how or where, I had the uh, biggest bruise, like a deep bruise that lasted a week above my knee. And I'm guessing one of the skis must have, you know, gone up 100 feet in the air and, and almost impaled me or something like that. You were close, though. You had a couple of really decent shots at it, and you, it, it just, you were right there. I definitely was driving the boat, which I think was probably my biggest problem. Yeah, <laughs> gunning it, not gunning it, not. Uh, and she was, I, she got a kick out of me. Uh... Basically, you know, failing miserably. Well, I love the series that you're. I love the series that you're doing. It's called Ken Deuces Do It, and I saw you do the one where the kid challenged you to ride your bike with uh, Uh with no uh, handles, and you were able to do that no problem. So they ended up trying to do it on a kid's bike, which wasn't as easy for you that time. No, no, not at all. My 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 uh, soon to be eight year old son is furious at me for breaking his his feet on his bike. So I got to buy. Oh no. Yeah, so yeah, it, it, it's a cool little segment that we um. It's mainly to, uh, granted I'm the punchline on it, but um, <laughs> it's mainly to showcase some cool talents that people in our community have, and um, um, we've gotten some good ones that are coming in down the pipe. Um, uh, I'll give you a hint. I uh, a local fire company sent one in. Oh, okay. Um, I haven't decided if I haven't decided if I'm going to accept it or not, but um, and it's it's going to involve their ladder. Oh wow. <laughs> That's a yeah, lot of work. Uh, oh, boy. 
They're a lot of work. It's a lot of height. <laughs> <laughs> Are heights an issue for you? What's that? Are heights an issue for you? It, it, it's, it's funny you should mention that. I don't. I never thought so. <laughs> when I saw the video they sent in. Um, I, it might be. It, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a challenge I'd like to see you do, and I think it'd be easy on you. How about just cocktails with Jeanette Reyes? <laughs> <laughs> Ken Deuces do it. Yeah, I would watch that. I might have to get permission from uh, home and work. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> hey, Deuces, one of, one of the teams we didn't as well, actually two more teams, we didn't really talk Sixers, and we didn't talk Union. Anything you want to touch on, those, uh, on both of those uh, teams before we wrap? The Sixers, you know, were kind of indeed missed uh, my scrimmage a couple of days ago. Was back in practice yesterday, and uh, you know, it's one of those: are they just being cautious with them, or is it here we go again? And um, you know, the pessimist in me says, <laughs> "Here we go again." <laughs> uh, but they'll they'll start up on this week against Indiana, like just the final nine games, and they go to the playoffs. They're moving Ben Simmons to the power four position, which you know, I don't think it really. The way the NBA works now, there's no real positions anyway. We've made a big deal out of it, and I don't think it really matters. But he's shooting the three-pointer, which um, which uh, will be interesting. And then with the Union, the Union, they've, they've looked great. They, they've looked great in the MLS's back tournament. Uh, won, their, won their match the other, the other day in the, uh, the knock, uh, ending the knockout round. So, you know, it's funny. You mentioned we might have a few champions. Add them to it, too. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're ahead of the quarterfinals. This will be so. the greatest year of sports history in Philadelphia, and it will <laughs> always be contested for the rest of history. Of course. Yeah. It's far for the course. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That's what happens to us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, Deuces. Good to chat with you, sir. We hope you're doing well, and uh, we will catch up again with you in the near future. All right, man? Well, you guys rock. I appreciate uh, it, Deuces, guys. <laughs> And uh, oh, I love this. We actually the the outro song. Channel six. This has been Action News. All right. Uh, now not only that theme, but uh, Marissa found the unsolved mysteries theme for right. me. So this is it. Ooh. We had mentioned this earlier yeah. that some people find it, it find it disturbing. Up with his own ass in his mouth. <laughs> That's not distracting. It's to me, it's very. It, it, I like it. It's very similar to me to, the, to like the Halloween music. Yes. Yeah. You know, it has that same yeah. sort of thing, and it, I, I like it. I agree with the nostalgic. In fact, this is what my wife and I danced to at our wedding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that must have been so romantic. Ding, ding. Preston, um, was the one you watched where the guy fell through the roof of the hotel? I did. We saw that one a few weeks ago. What happened? It was, it's I, an unsolved mystery. <laughs> Literally <laughs> dropped out of the air. Maybe. Yeah, they, they found this guy's body. They they were looking for him from days, and eventually it was in some storage room, and they realized that he had fallen through the ceiling, and there is a tall building next to it. It was in Baltimore. But the idea of him jumping off of it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, like the way the building, the tall building is situated next to it, the ability for him to get where he needed to be to jump and do it, it, and it, it, it doesn't match and up. And things like his glasses, his cell phone were found near the area and, like, not broken, not scratched, just laying there. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. That's that a, a head really scratcher. Yeah, it is. I'll, I'll tell you this. The, um, <laughs> You're back. The, yeah. I'm back, yeah. Back to 
I'll tell you this is that they um, they have been having a, a bit of luck with their they have a Reddit sort of audience participation thing that they encourage. And they're getting a lot of tips on these various unsolved cases. Well, people are starting to do research on yeah. their own because some people have a little extra time on their they hands do. right now. And it's, so it's productive. So they're kind of taking on these unsolved mysteries and doing a little detective work. Now, I haven't heard of anything being solved yet. How did that guy fall through the hotel room? <laughs> Let me do a little research here. Yeah, so, uh, so uh, people, th- they have, when the show first aired, which was, I guess, in the 1980s probably, um, well... People didn't quite have the resources with the internet. They didn't have the internet. Yeah, they didn't have the internet, yeah, so, they, they, so they weren't able to uh, to get as much networking done. And now, with uh, that ability, there there might be more chances of them being able to actually solve some of these uh, unsolved mysteries. Yeah, and most <laughs> I of them right on grinder do my research. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was watching one yesterday. This kid who was at a party. He was in Kansas, and and uh, he just you know his buddies said they got it confused. And he ended up being left at the party, and the next thing you know, he was dead and they it took him like uh 10 or 12 days before they found his body and they have no idea how it happened talk wow. about that story this you reported this morning kathy of the uh, the mm. amber alert for this for this kid and, yeah, and then it, if you think about it, it it reminded me what about the girl who was taken from the park i yeah. know i was thinking about the, that the, the other day oh, and, and there's, girl. there's, yeah. there's been no <clears throat> word on this nothing nothing yeah and Where it just am- with all of the cameras and people and and the hyper level of exposure and and coverage of everything. How does someone go missing like that? But it happens all the time. You remember the couple from South Street a long oh, time God, ago, like yeah. 20 yeah. years ago or something mm-hmm. like that? That just gone. Nothing gone. ever came of it. So um, maybe that one will end up on uh, Unsolved Mysteries. I do not know, but it's uh, yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty um, compelling show. There's a great show that it's a, I was telling Casey about this. Um, I think it's Fear City. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. But it's uh, the uh, the mob in the seventies and eighties. Oh yeah, uh, and it's the, uh, the the elaborate attempt. It's when Giuliani decided to use the RICO Act, Preston, to, to go after all of the families to tie them together for one crime. Yeah, you know what I saw, I saw the um, uh, the ad for it, and I haven't watched it's it. It's wild. Is it's it? real. Like it's Scorsese times a thousand because they have. The most, the most um, the grueling part of stuff like this is listening to the surveillance tapes, the audio, where they say they listen and the relationships. The, these guys are listening to all this audio that they had, and they're recording and all the the the, the families, and uh, it it is wild. But the meticulous nature, the amount of work that had to go into bringing down the because I remember I lived in New York and we'd see on the news all the time there'd be constant mob rubouts and 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 murders and all this stuff. It was horrendous but these everyone you know joined together and did it in this elaborate process this is a show or a movie it's about three or four episodes it's okay. a documentary so. i'm in yeah. i gotta watch yeah. that uh this might be that's that's some scary stuff but this might be a little scary to you kathy i don't know if you know this but uh target has announced that they will be keeping their stores closed on thanksgiving day <gasps> i know i know calm down <laughs> along with walmart too and i believe dick sporting goods so I think you're going to see everybody pile now, on. I, I need my dicks on Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, I'm okay with that. I I think we should go back to having the I stores agree. closed on Thanksgiving. Give it give yeah. it one day. We yeah. can go back to getting up at to 6 a.m. To be with the family, going, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why yeah. not? No, I actually like this. Or just to skip out on the, the, the that over-the-top 
you know, today's the day to get all the best, yeah, deals thing. Save that for, we have Black Friday. That's, That's what, what it's, it's here for. Listen, yeah. we've been locked in quarantine for months. It's time to spend some time with your family. Yeah, you're dead. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll uh, visit them through the TV like in Poltergeist. Okay. That was a hell of a movie. <laughs> I remember that scene where the guy goes into the bathroom and yes. he's like, you think he's a, he's, oh, it was, it was a pimple? And then he rips his whole goddamn face off. It's oh, terrifying. It's horrible. You should have left that alone like your mother used to say. Uh, don't touch that. Don't touch that or your entire face will fall off exposing your skull. Retailers are reconsidering how Black Friday shopping will be done amid the coronavirus pandemic with uh, when stores packed with shoppers are not what you want. Uh, so I would imagine that the actual Black Friday shopping things will change as well it's as been, we get closer. They've been changing yeah. a lot anyway. Uh, they, we've talked about this con- in consecutive years, the impact of online shopping and also the sales leading up to it. This Black Friday sales start to happen in mid-August. So it's like it's crazy how quickly, how far back they go. It's it's outlandish. Yep. But, yep. you know, they're going to need it now to make up for, you know, for lost ground. I'm just, you change, you get your reach. It's, it's kind of crazy. You know, we lost Olivia to Havlin over the weekend. No, we didn't. No, she passed this weekend. Oh. So, and John Saxon. You remember John Saxon, Preston? No. Uh, he was in the Enter the Dragon. <laughs> He was in Enter the Dragon. Which one was He was it? also the, the dad in uh, uh, the uh, Nightmare on Nightmare on Elm Street. I do know him. Yeah. Yes, that's correct. Yes. I do or did he die? He passed away. I'm sorry to hear that. surprised. He Tell him I said hi, please. I will. He's up here. Yeah, I know. He's a little pissed <laughs> that you missed him. Oh, man. I know that dude. Yeah, yeah of course you do. Looking at a picture of him. What, uh, what was it like the Vietnam-y type of... Uh, was he in... It was, uh, the movie was called Vietnam-y. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't in Rambo, was he? No. No. He was uh, not. But... Casey, I think you there might be a nugget to truth in that <laughs> that he was in a movie where the idea of the era he played case? that he played a, a vet at least, mm-hmm. not a dog doctor. Your dachshund has whooping <laughs> cough. Doc <laughs> <laughs> McStuffins. I, I hate to tell this, you know, this way your Shih Tzu has diphtheria. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to break the bad news. That's right. Uh, I saw this was a this was actually a pretty sad but heartwarming story, and hopefully this woman gets this back. Do you guys catch this? That Ryan Reynolds uh, has made a five offered a five thousand dollar reward for the return of a um, of a teddy bear. Mm-hmm. You did see this? I did because yeah. it's uh, it's got the voice of the uh... yeah. This woman, uh, her name is uh, Mara Soriano. Um, her mother had recorded her voice shortly before she died. Yeah, I saw this story. It, it brought back memories for me because I have a, a recorder that has my mother's voice on it. And I want to um, just it, it maybe three seconds, four seconds of my mother speaking. And I, I want to make sure that when I try to restore it, I do it the right way. Ah, What's it on? It is on a uh, Grundig um, uh, a personal memo recorder. Okay. Like with the micro cassette. Sure, sure. Uh, there, there are companies that I transfer know, that. I you know. Should, you I'm, should get I'm, that done. I've been very reticent to do it for fear I'll F it up. Uh, so when the time comes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this is her mother uh, speaking, and she said at hospice her voice was different, much softer, not the mom that I grew up with. But the bear is the last memory of I have her speaking in her normal voice. Uh, she said that she loved me and she was proud of me and that she will always be with me. And, and I was, also heard, Preston, that in the bear there's a key of coke inside. Oh, <laughs> A key. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, yeah, so somebody stole oh, it. That, 
Ah, uh, no, that's again. Come on. Somebody stole it. She was moving and she needed to leave real quick. There's somebody was in a car accident. She set this bag down and walked away. And she came back, and sure enough, somebody had taken it. They checked security footage, and there was a guy that came by and saw it, picked it up, and took off with it. So, uh, but Ryan Reynolds uh, has offered up $5,000, and maybe a few other people will as well. So that's sad, but hopefully um, they can get that back. All right, I can't, that's no sad, bro. I can't no, Well, no. it is. What were you going to say? Guys? That guy, uh, <laughs> I want to go back to John Saxon. Okay, <laughs> let's let's end with John Saxon. We opened up a can of worms with this one, huh? <laughs> was he in Top Gun? No. No? No, no, that you're thinking of uh, Jester, right? Who looks like him? That's Michael Ironside. That's Michael Ironside from the movie Scanners. Uh huh. And he was also in Total Recall. And he looks they, uh, they have very a similar, similar, similar look about. John him. Saxon is the one who kills uh, the big, bulky, muscly bodyguard in uh, Enter the Dragon. That's right. You know, I never saw that movie. Bolo Young is his name. The guy. Well, not John Saxon. That's yeah. John Saxon is his name. You never saw Enter the Dragon? Never. You should check should it out I? sometime. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a Bruce Lee classic. Yeah. Then I'm gonna. All right. Uh, listen, we need to take a break. Cause we I do. Got, I got some B-File stories waiting, so I want to get to those. Toot sweet. We're going to take a break and come back with that in just a moment. Make sure you stay Toot with sweet. us. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I love our listeners. I got an email from uh, John uh, from uh, Jeff Siegel and Casey. He has located the John Saxon Vietnam War movie. Oh, he did. Oh, thank God. <laughs> Is it Vietnami? I don't know if it's the one that you're thinking of, but I'll read it. it. Says Saxon may have been in a few Nam movies, but the one he regretted doing and the one popular with fans would be the Italian-made, partially shot in the USA, Berserker zombie epidemic classic released here. As Invasion of the Flesh Hunters, now better known on DVD and Blu-ray as Cannibal Apocalypse. Okay. From the late, great Antonio Margheriti, <laughs> who was name-checked in Inglorious Bastards and who often uses the director alias Anthony Dawson. He has had dozens of spaghetti westerns, fantasy, science fiction, jungle adventure, war, horror, sword, and sandal, blah, 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 other things. So there you go. That might be it. I don't know, Casey. No. Saxon was legitimately a Tai Chi expert. Oh, yes, he no was. Kidding. He did his fighting in uh, all his own yep. fighting in Enter mm-hmm. the Dragon. No, I think it was um, uh, Michael Ironside. That's who I thought right. it was. All right. I, uh, real quick, I have to point out something embarrassing or I'll completely forget about it. Not that you care, uh, but if you do happen to follow me on Twitter, yesterday I posted something. <clears throat> I don't I do not do a whole lot on social media. No. Uh, so from time to time, I will. I mainly you have you know, your uh, fans only page. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Uh, I mainly like stuff or retweet things, and every now and then I will post a picture or something like that. So anyhow, I put. Po- I po- <laughs> what'd you do? I posted what'd you something do? yesterday, and I'll tell you what I posted. And I'll tell you what I meant to do. Okay. Okay. Oh. I posted apparently just the words. Never seen anything like it in my oh, life. I saw that. Okay. okay. Oh yeah, I was wondering what that was about. Okay. That wasn't me just commenting out loud, never seen anything like it, okay? <laughs> and some of the responses I got were funny. I'm like, and I, I look back at the responses, I'm like, well, why would anybody respond like that? That's dumb. That's stupid. <laughs> why would you, why are you, why is everybody making such a big mystery out of this thing? <laughs> I was attempting to retweet a video of a guy skateboarding. <laughs> 
<laughs> Doing the most outlandish skateboard tricks I've ever seen in my life. Never seen anything like Never it. Never seen anything like it. <laughs> and I posted this, and uh, and and so I decided to just leave it. And it was like it wasn't until like several hours later in the day. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to leave it then, Marissa. Oh, you fooled me. I thought you were just making a joke because every once in a while you'll come in, especially during football season, and say, I hate it when people just make a comment about like a live sport that's happening. Oh, and, and assume that you know what you're no they're talking context. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. they so, live tweet with yeah. no context. There's no way, no way they're winning like this, you yeah. know, and you're like, yeah. huh? Yeah. So I thought you were just making fun of that. It would seem like it, right? No, it was this guy, this, this, uh, I, 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 for, I know what you're talking about. Forgot what country he's in, but he's using two skateboards yep. and all kinds of stuff. Oh. I've, Never seen anything <laughs> like it. I gotta see this. I've never it seen anything like it. It was amazing. Most incredible uh, uh, stuff I've ever seen on a skateboard. Have you ever had that cold chill where you're going along the page and you and you suddenly it occurs to you you might have hit something like oh, yeah. liked yep. or retweeted something? And you're like, yes. what did I retweet? <laughs> exactly. You, you know, and it's like, oh my god. I know. Well, just this morning I liked a photo on a one of our old calendar girl pages that was. Seven months old, and I'm like, oh god! Now oh, she knows I'm a creeper. Know, creeper. Mm-hmm. And it's the one that always called me the creeper, Megan, because <laughs> Megan posted a photo today, and I was like, oh, I haven't seen uh, or heard from Megan in a while. And I was on her page, and then I like, I was like, oh, Dude. unlike, unlike, unlike. Dude, I did the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, because she hadn't posted a photo in a long time, so I went back and saw the other one with her and her boyfriend on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yeah, and I liked it, and then I realized that it was months old. So I unlike it. Unlike it. So wait, it, do you think they still get the yes, alert do. if you yes. unlike it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. they do. Oh, they be, do. I didn't want to be that creeper guy oh. like Casey. Okay. So I, I, we had this the video. This is amazing. Well, this is nothing. I mean, the thing is, it just keeps going and going and going. This guy, start, he, he starts using two skateboards. I've never seen anything like this guy. I've never seen anything never like seen it. never seen anything like it. And uh, he, he does... Just watch a few of these, but but I'm telling you, it goes on forever, and he keeps doing things that you just can't believe. This is absolutely amazing. Yeah, without messing up. And here you go. Now the two skateboards. Two skateboards. It's unbelievable. Who I've, does that? I've never seen anything. I've never like seen it. anything like this. <laughs> hey, it's cool. It is. It's almost, almost mesmerizing. Yeah, it Dude, keeps going. What's the guy's name, Preston? He's a Japanese skateboarder, and his name is Isamu uh, Yamamoto. Isamu Yamamoto. That name sounds. He's the one who taught me skateboarding. Is that the guy? He did. This okay. is unbelievable. Yeah. So never seen anything never, like it. Never seen anything like it. So if you're one of the handful of people that was curious about that, I once saw Kathy Lee Gifford eat a hammer. Oh, <laughs> huh. that was pretty wild. <laughs> like swallow it or chew swallow it up. The whole goddamn thing. Wow. She took hammer. the actual metal pot off the the wood because okay. it, 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 it ripped it, but she she did eat the whole thing. Well, okay. So anyway, that's that's what I had never seen anything like, just for those who are <laughs> curious about it. All right, we're going to do the bizarre file. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre. bizarre File. But I had hit the retweet with comment thing. Yeah. You think you have, and, and that's the, the nightmare. I did. I know, yeah. I know I did. All right. A Florida man was caught on camera trying to evade arrest, and he did it. By cartwheeling away from the police. Nice. They nice now approach. viral footage. Yeah, if you see somebody doing like back handsprings away from the police, like, please have right. to go, all yeah. right. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. He, he can't be guilty of anything. He's just guilty of love and life. The now viral footage shows the gymnastics enthusiast blocking the path of a truck at a Wawa in Orlando by doing a flip in the middle of the roadway. Officers took him down 
for apparently blocking traffic, but the man was able to wiggle out of their grasp. He then launched it to a cartwheel. He didn't get very far. They did get him. The sheriff's department identified the 40-year-old as Gianfranco Fernandez, and he was charged with battery on a law enforcement officer and resisting arrest. So one guy, he was just, you know, doing flips over fences and stuff like that. And the best part is somebody took the sound effects from Super Mario Brothers and, and put that along with it. It was awesome. That's pretty Never cool. Never seen anything like it. Never seen anything nope. like it. Uh, a broadcast journalist based in Tampa Bay, Florida, recently learned she has thyroid cancer. And she owes her diagnosis to a viewer who noticed a lump on her neck. Yes. Yeah. Yes. While trans- this has happened. This has happened another time with the one of the guys from uh, yeah. HGTV, right, yep. Case? Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, from Flipper Flop. From Flipper Flop. While transitioning to remote broadcast to and tirelessly covering the COVID uh, crisis, Victoria Price uh, wasn't on the lookout for cancer symptoms. She said we were covering the most important health story in the century, but uh, my own health was the farthest thing from my mind. After a broadcast one day, she found a note in her email box reading, Hi, just saw you on the news, was concerned. Uh, what concerned me was, is the lump on your neck. Please have the thyroid checked. Reminds me of my neck. Mine turned out to be cancer. Take care of yourself. Saved her. Price got the lump checked out, and sure enough, she was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. She said, I, had I never received that email... I never would have called my doctor. The cancer would have continued to spread. It's a scary and humbling thought. I will forever be grateful to this woman who went out of her way to email me, a total stranger. She had zero obligation, but she did it anyway. That's pretty cool. Listen, years ago I was doing how, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? And one very uh, observant viewer pointed out that I had a bent penis. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I had no idea. Okay. All right. Did you get that fixed? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just wanted to relate. Pointing that out. Gotcha. All right. How about uh, this story? This is wild. A man apparently drowned Friday while swimming in the fountain pool in front of the Bellagio Resort on the Las Vegas Strip. If Dude, I if, died in that thing. If I didn't know that that water's probably filthy, I've always uh, I've been there a couple times. Yeah. It does look like it'd be really wonderful to go swimming in it. A uh, bystander jumped into the water after the man began struggling but returned to safety when he realized that he couldn't rescue him. Uh, the man was, uh, police and firefighters were called that morning. And, How deep uh, is that water? The divers recovered uh, the body. They said that it is, I have the measurements here, uh, it's not permitted, first of all, but officials say the pool averages about eight feet deep, huh. reaches about 13 feet deep near the centerpiece. So that's, oh, wow. that's deep. Yeah. Uh, the man was believed to be from the local area. He said it together. Uh, you guys did say that at the exact same time. Uh, perhaps homeless and in his 40s, he had been uh, talking to tourists before entering the water. His name has not been immediately released. Uh, Kayla Eklund, a tourist, had called 911 after the man turned around and began struggling while swimming near the middle of the water feature. You know what water I always wanted to swim in was the polar bear exhibit at the Philadelphia Zoo. I don't know why. It is pretty cool. Yeah. They, they let yeah. you do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they do. do. Yeah, yeah. 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 Just yeah. as long as the polar bears are there. As long as they're asleep. <laughs> uh, why? Does it just look really inviting? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it looks really yeah, like refreshing. like the color of it. Yes. Yes. I know what you mean. The big yeah. polar bear turds. Yeah, those turds floating in the water. <laughs> a man died Thursday night off McNally Park as he tried to swim to a fishing spot, police said on Friday. What? Uh, the victim, who was not publicly identified, tried swimming across the, the mobile park's boat launch canal to fish from the other side of the shore. And he died. Yeah. Was he, did he have his fishing equipment? Is, you know, I mean, what, he strapping on his back? How, what are you doing here? Oh, yeah. This what is, are you doing here? Yeah, what are you doing over here? 
I need an explanation. While swimming, the man became distressed and was unable to reach the shore. The victim was pronounced I'm dead. I'm not a good swimmer. Dead at the scene. His body was taken for an autopsy. That's terrible. Well, court documents show a Georgia woman was arrested at Walt Disney World after security for the Florida resort found two guns and some marijuana in her, in her child's diaper bag. Did I say a marijuana? Doesn't matter. <laughs> Look over here. She's got some marijuana in her uh, in a diaper bag. You can't do that. You can't put a gun in a kid's diaper. Uh, this uh, kid might shoot his little dinghy off. Unique Smith was arrested on misdemeanor counts of carrying some a, uh, some heroin and some marijuana, concealed weapon and marijuana possession, some cocaine. Uh, and officials say that Smith was going through Epcot security with an adult man, their seven-month-old daughter, and her seven-year-old son. How do they think that wouldn't get caught? When the guard spotted a nine-millimeter handgun and a plastic bag containing marijuana. <laughs> and a search of the diaper bag revealed another gun, a forty-five caliber handgun, on the bottom. So, obviously... What were they planning on doing in the happiest place on Earth? It's a damn good question. We may never know. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you right now. We're going to take a break. When we get back, we're going to test your knowledge. Have you been paying attention? We'll ask the lesson question from today's program, as well as get into the trash and music news. We'll be right back. Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Facebook, Twitter, you know, the usual places. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right. All right, there we go. I got a microphone working. That's good. Right, Did yeah. the board freeze? Uh, let's see. There we go. And now it works. Dear God, 933 WMMR, Rival <laughs> You know, in World War II, they used to call those gremlins pressed. Is that what it was? They get in there and just kind of tweak with everything? Just in there hitting buttons and nothing was happening. Microphones weren't coming on. But now here we are at 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock on a Tuesday with Preston and Steve Show. We have a Word of the Week prize that includes from Stateside Vodka, four handles of vodka, two bottles of Stateside Limited Release Bourbon. We will give that away on Friday, and we'll get our first letter for a short work week for us and only a four-lettered word coming up in a little while. Meantime, something else to give away, and that will be for today's lesson question. We're going to give away a $60 Metro Diner gift card, and let's see what we are going to go with. Oh, Regis... Mm. Philbin, who is up in heaven, found out for all of us who killed Tupac and who was it? 215-263-WMMR. Regis, who is up in heaven, found out for all of us who killed Tupac. Do you remember who it was? Call now. 215-263-WMMR. While you are calling, we are going to do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, let's see what stories we get. Steve, what's going on this morning? Well, fighting promoter Don King telling TMZ that the years-long war between him and Mike Tyson is over, saying the two have finally made peace. King says he felt the time is right to extend an olive branch after he saw a video of Tyson beating up a moving train. Yeah. Hey! Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi stunned to find out that a burglar made it into their Montecito mansion and robbed them while the two were inside. DeGeneres says she and Portia never heard the alarm because they were having Sibian races. (laughs) (laughs) And finally, Mick Jagger turned 77 on Sunday and celebrated in grand fashion. The legendary rock singer reportedly took a COVID-safe trip to a local maternity ward where he picked a future wife. (laughs) (laughs) And that's your Hollywood trash. All right, we shall see if you know the answer to this question. Who is Regis, who's up in heaven, 
Found out for all of us who killed Tupac. 215-263-WMMR. That is the number. And I am going to go to Jackie for the answer. Hey, Jackie, good morning. Morning. All right, Jackie, who killed Tupac? Jim Varney. Jim Varney. Yeah. Ernest from the Ernest movies. That is correct, Jackie. Hang on the line. And we are going to give you a $60 Metro Diner gift card. You can enjoy Metro Diner's new Steak and Scramble Bowl featuring sirloin steak, scrambled eggs, roasted grape tomatoes, and hash browns drizzled with hollandaise sauce. Drizzle. Plus other diner favorites in their reopened dining rooms or for pickup and delivery via Uber Eats or DoorDash. You can place your order at MetroDiner.com. Let's get into the music news. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. All righty. few things to run by today. We'll start with this. The A&E Network is set to premiere... Biography, The Nine Lies of Ozzy Osbourne this summer. According to press release, Biography, The Nine Lies of Ozzy Osbourne traces Ozzy's life from his childhood in poverty and time in prison to fronting legendary rock and roll Hall of Fame inductees, Black Sabbath, and successful Grammy Award-winning solo career. I'm going to want to see that. Uh, to one of the rock's elder statesmen and lovable 21st century television dads. The two-hour documentary special will air on Labor Day. Monday, September 7th at 9 p.m. And following Ozzy's biography special, uh, biography I Want My MTV is set to air Tuesday, September 8th at 9 o'clock as well. This is pretty cool. Members of Tool, Mastodon, Coheed and Cambria, Primus, and Mutoid Man (laughs) join together for a rendition of Rush and their 1975 song Anthem. Uh, we have some audio in this case. We should have. Yep. The collaboration was part of Two Minutes to Late Night's Quarantine covers. And I'll play a little bit of it, and I'll tell you who all was on it, because it's, right. it's a solid. singing. So the singer is Claudio Sanchez. He is from Coheed and Cambria. Man, he sounds like uh, Getty Lee. He's, he's got a, a Getty yeah. vibe to him, doesn't he? Yeah. And uh, Mastodon's Bill uh, Kelliner and Mutoid Man Stephen Brodsky on guitar. Primus' Lee Clay, Claypool, uh, Les Claypool, I'm sorry, uh, shreds on bass and then Tool's Danny Carey is unbelievable on drums. Uh, they're donating their fees from the video to the Cancer Research Institute, by the way. Uh, Anthem is from Rush's Fly By Night album, which was released in 1975. So really cool. And we have that on uh, WMMR.com wow. if you'd like to see the video in its entirety. Uh, we also have another piece of audio uh, that we're going to pull up, and it is... Is it more stuff from Utoid Men? Nope, it's from U2, though. Oh! Uh, they're renowned for tackling covers of such heroes as the Beatles, Rolling Stones, Lou Reed, Bob Dylan, and more. Uh, Bono and the Edge took everybody's surprise. Everyone to, uh, they took everyone by surprise with their new online cover of Led Zeppelin's Stairway to Heaven. And it's sort of done as a tribute to their road crew, right? That's exactly it. And you wouldn't expect them to pull no. that one out. But, yeah, um... Bono had said, uh, there's one annoying aspect of an Irish crew 
that has to be said. Whenever you go in the world, whether you're whatever venue you're playing, whether it's the Olympia or Three Arena or Madison Square Garden, you walk into the venue and it's a big moment. And you'll hear a song, and uh, you'll hear a song that we said, we'll never, ever play this. And that's right. Uh, wait, no, I skipped something. What yeah. exactly did he say? Yeah, you walk into a venue, and it's a big moment, and you'll hear a song that we said, we'll never, ever play this. And that's right, Stairway to Heaven. These professionals believe they play this better than the band. And you know, it might be true. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> I was a little sick that day. Yeah, I don't know. It didn't make a lot of sense. But basically, it's like it, we always joke about this as a song we'd never play. And so with a knowing nod to the people who make it possible to put on a U2 show, we're going to play this song. Well, I guess he's saying these professionals believe they can play it better than the band. You know, they may be true. I guess that they are the ones who are playing. I don't know. He's talking about their crew. I'm talking about us. Okay. Well, yes. here's, here's some of this. That's right. That's right. Two of them. Stairway to heaven. There's a lady who's sure all the glitters is gold, and she's buying a stairway to heaven. When she gets there, she knows if the stores are all closed, with one word she can get what she came for. Ooh, ooh, and she's buying a stairway to heaven. There's a sign on the wall. It's good. But she it wants is. to be sure. Cause you know sometimes words have two meanings. Did they do the whole In song or is this just... Parts of it. I just sent you the video, but I didn't watch the whole video. It's a good portion of it, and then they do the theme song for Safe Light Repair. Can we hear a little bit of that? Ready, Case? Safe Light Repair, Safe Light Repair. It's weird. They don't even sound like them. They sound like me and you. do it like this already. Let's do it. Let's do it. Safe Light Repair. All right, come on, Edge. Sorry. Can you do your Irish uh, thing, too? Yeah, it sounds it. like a pirate, but hey. All right, let's do it. Three, two, one. Safe flat repair, safe flat replace. That's good. I don't do voices. While he was doing it. While he was doing it. He was gesturing like this. Like a pirate. Like a pirate. With, he's making fists in both of his arms, and his, he's, he's brought his shoulders up and his elbows up high, and he's going back and forth. Safe flat repair. It's that the was only like, way to perform it. Yeah. It's like a leprechaun pirate. Yeah. <laughs> a leprechaun. Did we ever determine, or do we have ever established what? It makes me wonder. It makes me wonder. Okay. What Stairway to Heaven is about. Or was that ever, was it all oh, sort of a, a mystical um, thing I've never, that was never actually explained? I've never taken the time to research that and find out what it actually it's is about. a windshield replacement company. <laughs> <laughs> There's any, you could be at work or you could be at home and they'll yes. just drive over. Yes. If you're at your daughter's soccer match or whatever, uh-huh. if, and there's, if there's, there's a bustle in your head, Joe, then give them a call. Yeah. <laughs> As it turns out, we replace every bustle and hedgerow. I love it. If if, you're, if, you're, if, you're, if there's a bustle in your hedgerow, give them a call. Yeah. Don't be alarmed. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take, have it taken care of and get you on your way. 
Steve, I read an article in uh, Esquire magazine <laughs> 25 years ago that broke it down as the greatest, you know, classic rock song of all time. Did they? And they, they did. Okay. Do so you remember they, what it was? They broke it down lyric by lyric. I don't remember who oh. wrote it, but it was Esquire magazine, and it was the, the entire point of that the, that magazine was, uh, you know, the, the greatest classic rock songs of all time. Right. And then they named Stairway number one, which a lot of lists have done, um, but it really got into... Uh, the lyrics and 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 the history of the song, and I'll see if I can find it. But it right. was at least twenty five years ago at this point, I, I I probably learn it and forget what it's about fifty times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's a wino down the road. Is yeah. what I always thought that was for the longest time. And there's a wino down the road. <laughs> He's sitting there playing with his chode. <laughs> Kathy, that yeah. didn't seem no. very appetizing. No. No. She had a windshield no. problem recently. There were issues involved. She still carries the scars. Give him a call. Is there a bustle in your hedgerow? Yeah. There's a buffalo in your hedgerow. Speaking of uh, Led Zeppelin, Robert Plant, October 2nd, is he's releasing Digging Deep, Robert Plant's double-disc solo compilation. It's a double disc. Yeah, the 30-track collection ties in with the third season of his critically acclaimed podcast of the same name and includes three previously unreleased songs. Has there ever been a uh, greatest uh, solo That's what out? this is. That's what this is. So I don't know if like he's Like the had... Honey Drippers? And, well, uh... some of it. So, so uh, a few of the plant favorites that will appear are Big Log, Heaven Knows. I love Big Log. In the Mood, Ship of Fools, Hurting Kind, and Angel Dance, among others. You know what? I did have the full track listing, Steve, but I... I don't know why. He apparently doesn't like some of that. Like, yeah. like Big Log is a great song. Yeah, well, at least he likes yeah. that one. But, I mean, like, Burning Down One Side, um, uh, Little by Little, there's, there's like a whole bunch of them that I... Of that era that I absolutely loved. He had great musicians playing yeah. for him. What did he do with Alison Krauss? What was the one? Uh, I mean, he might have done a whole album, yeah, but there was a hit. They were they. Yeah, he was very proud of that stuff. Um, but there, there are some things that he's just um, that that he looks at as as a waste. Does anybody of time remember windshields? In his <laughs> in his career, yeah, he uh, he's very critical, and I, it's I think he's wrong on a lot of his self assessment. Hang on, I have the full track listing. I'm trying to to find it here, Steve. Let me, let me get this for you. <laughs> I'm I'm becoming Bono too. Um, hang on, hang on. I got to scroll through. See, this is why I print things. Yes. Uh, all right, here we go. Uh, Hurting kind, trying to ship fools. I'm just going to skip. There's a lot of them I don't know on here. Steve. I'm in the mood for a melody. Is so good. Yeah, in the mood is on there. Um, but I don't see anything from the Honey Drippers. So I guess that wouldn't be considered solo, okay? Uh, because that was a that was an ensemble group. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of the stuff I don't recognize. Uh, but yep, yeah, anyhow, so he's got to, he's got a solo greatest hits coming out, and he's left some of his greatest hits off of there. <laughs> a newly created poster chronicling Motley Crue's historic 1983 tour opening for Kiss will be commemor- commemorated with a limited edition print. Uh, it advertised. Word to say. It advertises the band April first, nineteen eighty three venue opening show at Las Vegas' Aladdin Theater, and there will be it will be released on Wednesday. The new poster features a Vegas inspired design by Andrew Al- Al- Alexiev. Uh-huh. Uh, Motley Crue returned to uh, close out the venue on November twenty fifth, nineteen ninety seven. According to a press release, the theater. 
very first concert uh, was Kiss with Motley Crue. So the, the for, first one they ever had at that theater. Uh, it was the first time Motley Crue performed in Las Vegas. They hit the stage with early anthems, live wire, and take me to the top, shout at the devil, and looks that kill. So, so they opened for Kiss? Yeah. Or Kiss, okay. Yeah, they opened for Kiss. And then one last story. Corey Taylor is seizing a new video with a clip posted on Twitter. Uh, it was yesterday. The Slipknot and Stone Sour lead singer is expected to release two new singles, Black Eyes Blue and CMFT mm-hmm. Must Be Stopped uh, on Wednesday with special guest uh, Tech 9 and Kid Bookie uh, featured on the latter. While the release, Kathy, you have a kid bookie tattoo. Yes, right, my only tattoo. While the release date has not yet been announced, Taylor recorded his debut solo album earlier this year. Musicians on the product include uh, Christian from Stone Sour, Zach Throne from, uh, and Jason Christopher from Prong, and drummer Dustin Schoenhofer from Walls of Jericho. So he's got some stuff coming out. And there you go. Yay! That's all I got. That's your music news. Let's take one last break. Come back in a second. Get ready to wrap this whole thing up. Don't go far. MMR and Live Nation are happy to announce the live performance drought is finally over. It's the Live In at the Drive-In Concert Series, a month of shows in the Phillies parking lot. You'll experience from your car. 93.3 WMMR and Brent Smith and Zach Myers from Shinedown invite you to rock live in your ride Thursday, September 3rd. Get up, get up, get a move on. See the full schedule at WMMR.com. The Live In at the Drive-In Concert Series. A socially awesome solution to a performanceless pandemic. Featuring Shinedown's Smith & Myers and many more. Tickets on sale now at LiveNation.com from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. About ready to wrap up for the day. But we will be paving the way for Radio God, who will be here in moments to carry you through the rest of this steam bath that we call a Tuesday at the end of July. We're going up to like 93, low to mid-90s today, but the heat index with the humidity is going to take it up over 100 degrees. So please be safe. And some isolated thunderstorms, too. Um, We'll have uh, mid-90s tomorrow and Thursday, just looking at uh, sunny to partly cloudy skies. You might be conflicted because if you're using a gramometer, which you put your grandmother out in a lawn chair, and if she starts to get short of breath or starts wheezing, then you know you need to go in. But in in a case of like a lightning storm, put her back out there. (laughs) If she gets hit by lightning, you should probably go inside. You should go inside. Yeah. See, a lot of people don't realize all the uses yeah. that your grandmother has. Absolutely. I mean, she's obviously wonderful and you love her. But... Yeah, yeah. Uh, and she wants that. only the best for you, so you know she's going to feel good if she can help out. Yep, that's right. Hey, I want to thank Deuces Rogers. Yay! From 6ABC Sports for coming on this morning. We talked about, obviously, baseball, uh, the Phils game tonight. It's been postponed. Or canceled, or whatever. I don't know how they're how they're wording it now. Yeah, it's I mean, postponed. right now it's postponed. Who knows if they'll be able to reschedule anything? And they're going to take a bus up to New York tomorrow to play the Yankees tomorrow night. Right. Uh, but we got to uh, speak with Deuces about that, and uh, the Flyers have um, exhibition hockey today. Uh, Sixers getting started this weekend. Eagles training camp and all that stuff. So we caught up with Deuces, and uh, it was uh, just nice to have him on this morning. So it was very good. Um, he was the only guest on the program, so that's the only thank you I have. 
We need to do the letter of the day, and Casey's going to be handling that duty as we speak. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. R, as in rest in peace, Regis. That's true. Thank and you. Thank you so much. We only have four letters to keep track of this week, and we will give away. I love you all. From Stateside Vodka, four handles of vodka and two bottles of Stateside's limited release Bourbon. Is there a difference between handles and bottles? I've uh, always thought they were one in the same. Well, I guess just the size, right? Yeah. Okay. So both items are available. You can get tanked on both. They're now available for a guaranteed 24-hour delivery to Philadelphia and the PA suburbs or fast one-hour curbside pickup. You can visit statesidevodka.com for details. You must be at least 21 years of age to win, so we will give that sucker away on Friday. Uh, other than that... I guess I just need to thank our sponsors and tell you what's coming up tomorrow. Yes. Uh, so I want to say thank you to Duncan. Uh, visit DuncanCoffeeBreak.com and you can send your hero a Duncan e-gift card today. The President of Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Acme Markets, Fresh Foods, Local Flavors, and Meineke doing car care right. Tomorrow is Wednesday, so we'll have a secret text word with a juicy prize for you. And we'll go on Fox Good Day and we'll see what other trouble we can get into. That's it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day. And we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. The Preston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. Oh, God. It's so hot out here. So hot. It's summertime hot. I'm sweating my balls off. Oh, so hot. Next message. And then you guys go and play Sun Shower. My favorite Chris Cornell song of all time. Goddamn, what a lyrical genius that man was. But we will always remember him through his music. You rock. Next message. What the f***? We never talking about the fire started on the 28th. Playing the penguin. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less. <laughs>